Hello. This episode of Cinema Swirl was brought to you with the support of our backers at Patreon. Head over to patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl to find out how you can support the show and get some exclusive bonus content. Right, let's get swirling. Swirl! Your father and I had a lovely weekend in Glasnevin. It's episode number 47. Hello everyone, once again. As we saddle through Tinseltown on our horse made of films, it's me, your old pal, Cowboy Kevin, joined as I am always by my OTP, Sam Chapelano. How are you doing here tonight, big guy? Hey, pretty good, thank you. I'm alright. Glad to be here on Cinema Swirl. <laughs> Yeah, and you're still now, just to be sure, after the last episode, because yeah. I know you used to like a Pepsi, but I hope mm. you didn't get any ideas from that nasty Scarface, and you've not touched any of that Coke. I haven't touched any of that Coke, nor Pepsi. It'd be really funny, yeah, if after that episode our, our output just exponentially increased, like lots of really <laughs> aggressive hot takes on all your favourite movies. Watch them now, Sam, watch them now, I don't care it's four in the morning, watch them now. So, we got a very, very special one today. This is, I want to say, uh, a, a very beloved film that we're about to settle into today. A big part of people's childhoods. Mm. This is very much the gossamer precious angel dust of nostalgia, so handle it carefully sam okay okay so before we apply our kid gloves to talk about this all-time great kids movie family movie that is let's dig into the family friendly hopefully (laughs) mailbag Now, you've made sure these are all fine for the children now, have you? Yeah, welcome to the mailbag. This first message comes into cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That is cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, and you're in the mailbag. And it simply reads, fuck you, cunts. Oh, wait, no, sorry, I dipped into the the rude mailbag. Ah, Sam. I'm so sorry. That rude bag. (laughs) It's in the shape of a bollock. I told you not to look into it. It was one of Robbie Williams' worst singles, Rude Bag, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he managed to make a career recovery. This first question out of the family-friendly mailbag. No, nah, no, nah, fuck it, mate. No, nah, mate, fuck it. I'm loving my mates instead. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. And all day off for me, badger. <laughs> I can't help Carling. And through it all, they offered me a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this first question, family friendly, comes through from Michael Francis, who asks... Now, has he had his DBS in now, just to make sure? Dirty... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it was, it, was, it was touch and go there, Sam, but you got it, that was it, yeah. The DBS is actually, it's, it's a big dirty. sham. It's just short for dirty, like, you know? Who's dirty? <laughs> <laughs> what my brain was reaching for was dirty bastard scan, which is not... And that doesn't mean anything. What does DBS stand for? A disclosure and barring services. Oh, okay. Close. No, it's not. I'm only kidding. It's di- it is dirty. Dirty it bastards scan. Is. Yeah. No. <laughs> this email has been scanned for dirty bastards. And thankfully this comes through from Michael Francis, who isn't a dirty bastard. Now, he is a clean, legitimate boy. Yeah. He writes, Long time swirler, first time correspondent. 
you talked a lot about video game tying games when talking about The Warriors, The Godfather, and now Scarface, which got me thinking about the poison chalice of movie tie-in games. Mm. What are your favourite movie tie-in games in general, and your thoughts on Alien Isolation specifically if you played it, which I haven't, but I think Kevin might have. I've dipped my toe into Alien. I've played Alien Isolation for like 25 minutes, mm. I think. It's, it's one of those games that it's like PlayStation is like, do you want games? Like, yes, please. Have all the games in the world, right. and you'll never play any of them or appreciate them. It was unfortunately one of those ones that I paid, as I said, around 25 minutes of. I will say, though, it had me on tender hooks those 25 okay. minutes. Uh, it was very, very good stuff. Is Alien Isolation a recent one? Or an old, oldie. Uh, yeah, it is recent in the way that I'm recently a man in his 20s. Yeah. Uh, if you notice now, this is the point in time where we are in 2019 where we'll be like, ah, you know, recently. Recently. Yeah, like 2012, which was seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and we all turn into skeletons. So it's not recent in that sense. Okay. No, I guess. <laughs> but PS3, two, three. That was four, I thought four. it was on. It could have been on crossover with three oh. and a bit of four. I don't know, oh, but uh, okay. yeah. I, I, how dare you ask for four? I hear you say, but uh, that is what I got it on. You four? Know? All I want was some fucking porridge, mate. I take gruel in a pinch. <laughs> Just triple A games at me, like. In terms of my favourite movie tying games, I have very, very fond memories of the Sega Mega Drive mm-hmm. slash Genesis for our American listeners, or ev- everywhere else apart from Europe. We just knew the cool words, like all these fucking other people. Like, no, Genesis is the greatest word because Phil Collins and our Lord Jesus Christ. No, fuck off, Mega, Mega Drive. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do with your big cool console? I'm going to drive it. <laughs> <laughs> Stick some wheels on that Mega Drive. Sam, I'll I tell you what, that Sega, it's a Mega Drive, that one is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like, it's too much console for me. Very fond memories of that console having some particular bangers in terms of movie tie-ins. Oh, yeah, there, there was a golden age, wasn't there, when, like, I remember things like uh, fucking Toy Story, yeah. Aladdin, you know, oh, Lion the King. Lion King, yeah. Those were my three. Beautiful yeah. fucking games. Like, and mm. that, I think, actually trained a whole generation of us to actually think, oh, okay, these can be good and then when yeah. 3d got involved i'm not sure what happened but 3d seemed to be a real like jamming point for the movie tie-in games yeah and then they seem to like i think it's why movie tie-in games became such a crushing disappointment for so many of us because we had been used to them being like you know a bit of all right fun memories of terminator 2 judgment day on the old commodore 64 mm. at the childminder's house after school <laughs> you know once we got into that 3d world few and far between they are other than the ones which your, our friend mentioned at the start there which we uh, talked about in our movie episodes. Yeah. Well, what, the Godfather and the Scarface type? Godfather, <laughs> Scarface. And you know what? It's really annoying about Scarface because I forgot the best bit. I was reminded during mm. the week the best bit about that, which is after you completed any mission in Scarface, he would say a little something like, I'm Tony Montana or whatever. You know, he'd yeah, say yeah. a little something. But randomly, sometimes you just go, Gina, baby, I'm so sorry. I let you down, Gina. Well, just after Every a mission. Day. Every day I think about what I didn't do for you, Gina. I'm sorry. And it's like, oh. all right, mate. I just cleared out this fucking drug house. I got some sick bonus fucking bullets and money. And now I'm all remorseful about my sister, who we clearly didn't give a shit about. Yeah. What is this? Gross. Game-breaking bug it was, mate. Rubbish. But no, th- those games were fun. Toy Story, I remember particularly playing an awful yeah, lot. That was great. And then them fucking trains, huh? Those fucking wooden bastards. Oh, fuck them. I'm, I'm genuinely struggling to think of any, like, modern 
3D movie tie-in that I l- have liked, hmm. apart from those three. So the the Warriors like, one might be like the a, a pretty good one. Oh, Warriors I've never is like it, though. you you would love it. I yeah. mean, it's a genuinely fabulous game. But then, again, you're talking about random instances of like that. That's a game where it's like a franchise has been handed to you know hmm. a big games company, as opposed to like what seems to happen more often than not with video game tie-ins. Is that I mean they don't even make video game tie-ins that much anymore if you think about it. I mean, remember like the la- like the generation that was PlayStation 3 and Wii and Xbox 360. You know, if yeah, Iron yeah. Man came out in the movie, you bet your ass there's going to be a 3D third-person Iron Man game for all those systems. And then that just kind of like stopped. It was like, yeah. the movie's real. Like it was used to be part of the media package. You'd have the guys out in interviews, you'd have the, the, the mobile wallpapers, the polyphonic ringtones, and the shitty 3D mm. third-person action-adventure game. Maybe people finally kind of cottoned on to the idea that they're, they're all bad, and there's, you know, the golden age is over, and they stopped selling well. Because they must have sold mm. well for it to even be a, a an entertaining idea to do it. Like it. I read a thing that it was less to do with the actual... Se- like, they didn't judge it being successful by the yeah. sales of the game. It was the fact that if you're going into your game, your electronics boutique yeah. your uh your your, your place where you can blast from the past that's a blast <laughs> you're going at your your ore prices your wellworths your woolworths you know all of these places yeah. uh, going in there and the idea is is that it's a media bombardment yeah, yeah. you know iron man 2 is in the cinemas and you've gotten the cereal and robert downey jr's on there saying there's four or five with vitamins and iron oh so it's supposed and to be like a media blitz you're supposed to be it is. it's like oh i'm in the game shop and here's the game and you know i'm going to be getting the game now and i think right. once social media came along it was like oh we can be engaged without trying as anywhere near as hard yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of any recent ones that i, that I was into you know what? i don't think i'd be such a skeptical sally that i would say that i don't think it could be done i'm sure there's probably ones that Must could have be done. been done it's one of those things like whenever there's a simpsons episode in recent years that's good you do kind of hear about it people say no actually there is a good one in these recent seasons it's actually really interesting and i never go and actually watch it no. <laughs> but i just hear that like no. oh that's nice to imagine oh, really? that and who's there is telling me one. this who's telling me this oh it's the person who's watched every episode of the simpsons for the last 12 years <laughs> no no they're normal they're normal and yeah and do you and when you have food is it do you fucking shove it in your ear like a fucking alien you freak <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's, there's probably some out there it's interesting I might look into it uh, yeah let's play Reservoir Dogs the game uh, on Playstation is that shit I'm guessing what that was shit what do you think what do you think of course it was shit yeah. <laughs> Not like Godfather Black Hand Edition, no, nothing mind, like that. Which is an excellent five-star game. Our next question comes in from Noel Phillips, who asks: Any films you wish were converted to a TV series to really hash out some characters slash storylines? Hmm. Mm. You said about Lord of the Rings. You thought, perchance, yeah. Might, uh, I mean, if we <laughs> if we do the other Lord of the Rings, that may make you double down on your theory, <laughs> triple down even. But yeah, well. Some of those longer films should be broken down into more episodic, easier-to-digest chunks with a nice start, middle, and end over the course Mm. of an hour rather than over the course of three hours. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and I would say the the same goes the other way as well. There's a Mm. lot of boring, in inverted commas, prestige television from Netflix, etc., which I feel has got, like, there's a good two-hour movie in there that has been (laughs) turned into 11 one-hour episodes, and it's somewhere between the seventh and eighth slow-motion shot of people walking in sunglasses set to popular music. You think, hmm, maybe they didn't have all the ideas in the world for this one to go the full ten like. Here's something really interesting that I learned about recently. I say really interesting let's find out (laughs) 
Have you watched the Quentin Tarantino film The Hateful Eight? I have, yes. It's gone on Netflix as a series. Really? I think it's a four-part series with some extra Ah. footage to pad it out a bit further. But they've divided it up into four kind of 40-minute chunks or whatever and put it out there as like a a series. And also Ah. they've included the film as an option. You can either watch the film or you can watch it as a series. I thought that's, that's pretty, amazing. Kind of I wish that's been cut by uh, by QT himself he's, then, he's has it? I think he's on board with it or he's approved it because otherwise it, you know, you get the sense it wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that really was like, I was like oh, that's interesting. That they a lot of movies yeah. that are a bit long in the tooth, but I think I'd approach it more from the perspective of movies where there seems to be so much of a rich, juicy world mm. there that you would want it to be a series. Yes. Like, I remember, like, Fargo, when I saw that the first time, thinking, I'd love this to be a series. It uh, feels Kevin, like this mate, is such a great... Have I got good news for you? Uh, are you, you kidding me? What? <laughs> are you kidding me? They've got Tim from The Office in it. <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you kidding? And did William H. Macy bribe his children to get into no. college as well? Or is that a different... Um, no? Oh, no? No? Okay, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> The thing I jump to, and I jump to this for a lot of questions that we get, is like a Royal Tenenbaums type thing, because I'm a, mm. a lovely hipster and I like me Wes Anderson, and I think some of those characters could benefit from a bit more time to just be themselves and, you know, do some character stuff. Oh, yeah, and I would say, like, stuff like, you know, Mean Girls, I'd expand that to as well, where it's like, it's yeah. an o- like what appears to be an obvious setup for a movie in 2004 is now just like, that is surely, like, if, if that got pitched, it would be like, oh, no, no, no make that... 12-part, yeah, yeah. you know, comedy series or whatever, you know. I was kind of thinking Big Lebowski, but I think I'm actually wrong about <laughs> that should be a series. But I think Coen Brothers... Well, they nearly did a series, didn't they? Well, I'll tell you one thing about that. If if the Super Bowl advert with Sarah Jessica Parker and yeah. the dude was anything to go by, it's that there's infinite tales to tell in the Big Lebowski <laughs> universe, many of which can be monetized for great personal gain. Uh, so I think it's worth exploring. Like, I'd like to see what the dude makes of some of the great quality products on sale at Best Buy now, for instance. Mm. The, oh, now I'm thinking about adverts that have tied in with films in the Super Bowl, because there was a Home Alone one, and there was a Ferris Bueller one. And there's a Seinfeld one. And I, Well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen Home Alone, and I've seen Ferris Bueller. And th- this kind of cutting back to them as adults still kind of being the same character I thought was really interesting and that's the kind of thing I would like to see explored as a series maybe I don't think it would work as a film but like some fucking weird web series with Macaulay Culkin as Kevin (laughs) McAllister or whatever his name was Still I mean, in his they, house. they did uh, from they have Cobra Kai, which is a series yeah. now spin-off of, of Karate Kid. That's, and yeah. that that's fabulous. Is it good? It is. It's a hoot yeah. and a holler. Okay. Um so yeah, I think there's there's some worlds that are too rich and too juicy, and you just want some more of those lovely character story morsels. I do like the idea of flipping it around. Like I love someone to try and put all of Lost into like <laughs> one movie and try and get it all in there. Because it's like, I, I love like, this thing that they do now on a lot of streaming platforms, like things like Full Metal Alchemist and Death Note, which is mm. massive, very, very gainly large animes. It's like, ah, we can get that in 90 minutes, no bother. Just get rid of, like, the characters. <laughs> <laughs> Just boil it down to very, very, very simple plot. I guess with a lot of things, if you, if you like, and I keep saying zoom out, but if you go back further enough, it is tends to be quite a simple plot that you can explain pretty quickly. But there's just a load of gubbins in the middle. A lot of gubbin that you can... And here comes Kevin's favourite word of the week. There's a lot of gubbin you can jettison. There we go. Ooh, I like jettison. I'm happy with jettison. It is a good word, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think the mailbag has peaked in Jettison. Uh, I, I think it has, you know. Start, you know, always leave it on a high. So, Sam, we're going to talk a little bit about a very, very well-beloved character, movie, mm-hmm. childhood icon, etc. Sure. Not just for, for children of now and yesteryear, but yesteryear and the yesteryear before that year. What, if anything, do you know about MP? I'm talking about Mary Poppins. All right. Here's what I know about Mary Poppins. There's a okay. new one. There is. There's a new one. I've not there seen is, the new is, one. There is. Uh, I know it's got Lin Manuel Miranda in it. I'm not sure much else about it. I know that Mary Poppins has an umbrella and she can fly. She sure can. I know the singing. Oh, see, you know the singing. What what singing do you know of? A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Uh, medicine go down. Yeah. Medicine. Uh, um. I don't think I know any of the other songs, or if I do, I've forgotten them. How about if you and I were to go outside and maybe say we would, uh, how would you say? Sam, let's go fly a kite, for instance. Oh my god, you're gonna have a good time later. You're gonna have a good time later. I don't, you I don't are. Know. You absolutely are gonna have a good time. There's a guy called Dick Van Dyke. Yep. Who does a bad accent. <laughs> what what accent is he attempting to do and how do you know this? He's doing Cockney, but he's I believe American and he doesn't do it very well. And I know that from everyone talking about it. <laughs> and just so we know, Cockney accent is Greg Wallace when he's talking about profit margins, right? Oh, yeah, sure. That's a, that's a good return there on that, mate. You know, that kind of a high-pitched, involved uh, yeah. accent. That, as I have been led to believe, that's what Cockney is. And that is anyone, correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, who's from the Cockle district of London. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And ma- many of them, they have like a... Kind of in the middle of their leg is like um, a willy in the middle of it, like a cock on their knee. Mm-hmm. Is that also true of the very? I mean, in fairness, it's a lot for Dick Van Dyke to try and get across in a performance. <laughs> Vocally, it's quite difficult to convey that you've got a, wi- a willy on your knee. Do you know Dick Van Dyke from anything else? No. You've not seen Diagnosis Murder then? No. Oh, Sam, you're going to have a great time later. So he, <laughs> he is American. Assumingly, right? when you go to watch Diagnosis Murder, he is an American man. He is an American man. Okay. That is true. Right. He's an American man that led me as a child when I used to watch Diagnosis murder on my summer holidays mm. think that my dad wasn't really doing much because my dad was a doctor who elected not to solve murders in his spare time <laughs> like say so, yeah, is people dying dad what the fuck like oh no no you go with your fucking illness the worst illness is murder i'm just saying yeah mm. very very short recovery time from that if i try and think about plot to this film i think mm-hmm. Mary Poppins is a nanny. I mean, you've seen the episode of The Simpsons. I mean, they'll beat her in the bush. I mean, I have, but I can't remember it that well. Sher- Sherry Bobbins? Yeah. I remember yeah. kind of broad strokes comes in to sort out the unruly children, and she gets kind of just fed up with them and kind of. <laughs> Ran out of town. Other than that, it is that is actually quite like I would say. Other than that end there, obviously, yeah. in the same way with the other, that is to this movie as the Shining is to the Shining. As right. in, it's a very loving, quite on point to the point where you will start singing along with a lot of these songs that you're hearing here. I think if you know the songs from the Simpsons episodes, right. like okay. if you know that if you cut every corner, there'll be more time to play. It's the American right, but th- way. This is the, the thing. Spoon- full of sugar helps the medicine go down i don't want to fall for the same thing that i've fallen for before with the simpsons which mm-hmm. was you know the musical guys and dolls yes and they have that simpsons episode where they're all on stage guys and dolls we're just a, we're bunch, of a bunch of crazy guys guy. and dolls do it for yoda while we serve our guests with soda but i genuinely believe that was in the musical 
guys it's and dolls. Not. And it's not. And did you go to guys and dolls and get well, a really rubbish time? I used. To, <laughs> I worked this at a theatre, and there was a production of Guys and Dolls, and I was like, they haven't done, haven't done the main song. Bring out Mark Hamill. <laughs> They've not done the main one. That's a very brave interpretation to not do the main song. Later, I realised that you know it's not. That's not an actual song. Certainly, very brave interpretation. Even braver of Homer to leave it to this moment to address his problems with the mafia. He's really <laughs> going to have a lot to, on his plate at the end of this musical. So she's a, she's the nanny. She's brought in. Do, do you know who plays Mary Poppins? Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Yeah. Julie Andrews, the 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 jewel of the crown of Hollywood at the time. I don't know much else about her either. Have we, have we done a musical on Cinema Swirl before? Yeah, we did Grease. Of course, yeah, Grease. Joy. <laughs> I mean... But that was the first one, and this is now the second one. I can't, it's so weird these are technically the same genre, like... Yeah, I mean, are they very different? Well, like, I obviously had a tough time with Grease, like, yeah. to the point where I was worried I, I tainted your enjoyment of it, like, you know. You seem very enthusiastic about Mary Poppins, though. Well, I'll tell you about Mary... I didn't watch Mary Poppins, like, at all through my childhood. Like, just right. zero, absolutely not. I was never, like... I liked the modern Disney stuff when I was a kid mm-hmm. that was coming out. I loved, like, you know, Hercules and the Hunchback of Notre Dame and all these which apparently was actually quite a dark period and a downturn for the Disney Studios the post-Lion King slump like but I was mad into all of that and even though I was into a lot of that Disney stuff the the modern Disney stuff when I was a kid there wasn't there was a lot not a lot of Disney love in my household it wasn't like oh you have to you know you have to watch Mary Poppins you have to watch The Aristocrats you have to watch Lady and the Tramp a lot of these movies I didn't actually see until much much later and I didn't see Mary Poppins until like a year ago and then Joe showed it to me because it was a Sunday afternoon and Joe was like, you know what? This is a Sunday afternoon movie. Tea and cakes. This mm. is the type of movie. Now, you're not watching it on a Sunday, but I no. would suggest some tea and or a cake brackets, you know, for you to, to consider that because it's very much a right. homely, warm cuddle of a movie. Okay. And on my first viewing of it, I didn't think much of it, but I had a similar experience with a lot of these types of movies. I watched this, Sound of Music, Bedknobs and Broomsticks and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang all within the same 12-month period. And right. every time, without fail, it was like, eh, didn't think much of it at the time. But then and the then songs. a day or two later, bam, the songs penetrate through yeah. like worms and then branch into me like tree worms. And now I'm a, like, I was so fucking jazzed to watch this movie now because it's like totally been scratching away at me. Like, uh, Lay Miz in the same category as well mm. as that. So I would say with this one, and actually I should actually ask his real because I believe yeah, you sure. talked about this with Greece. Did any of those songs come out in your subconscious in the weeks that have followed since you watched that film? For a couple of weeks afterwards, yes. But not for much longer than that. So why were you, like, asking people to tell you more and whatnot? It was mainly the... We got together. Yeah, that one. And ooh, grease lightning. Ooh, grease lightning. Ooh, grease lightning. Ooh, grease lightning. Because it's just fun to do. But no, not too much. Not as much as I thought. Oh, Grease England! Oh, Grease England! <laughs> it would be good if in my personal life I started going, oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, oh, like that. But I haven't, and I would like to. If, if you're, like, ever with anyone in, like, a formal environment, and, like, Sam, I've got some really important documents here. Like, mm-hmm. tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> Is everything going to be all right? Tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> Did she put up a fight? <laughs> 
So, no, not not too much. I haven't been caught by the musical bug from Greece. You've not been hanging around many bleachers, though, or dance contests, the type of places where this might come out naturally. No. Whereas with Mary Poppins, I guess if I was in a house. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you know, in a do, house. Doing some tidying up. There's a tidying up bit with animals. I know that. There, there is a tidying up bit, yes. Yeah. And there, there are animals also as well. That's that is been true. lampooned out the wazoo, that sequence. Um, mm. Have we done any Disney stuff for this before? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. Because I know we... I, I realise, like, the reason this may come out of the blue, I think one of the reasons we're doing this is we realise we did a lot of gangster movies, a lot mm. of, like, a lot of dark, heavy, shooty gun violence. And this seemed like very much a, an antidote to that. And I think we have maybe neglected these types of movies, by and large, and Cinema Swirl should embrace all all branches of film, mm-hmm. I believe. So I think... Apart from black and white films, which I don't like. <laughs> oh, no. That'd be a fun one, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> we do get a lot dish. of questions saying like do some black and white films and it's i don't think it's deliberate that we've not done it it's just they're too old mate they're not boring you know black i want and fun white. mate yeah i want yeah, color, color. Yeah, i want one blast processing you know and <laughs> <laughs> all this shit like um, are you a disney kid like was was disney a big part of your childhood <sighs> in terms of well i've mentioned pixar before pixar big Big yeah. old deal, massive deal uh, for me. I, that's but that's separate, not really, think, you know. Yeah. yeah, I like The Lion King. I think I watched Hercules, Mulan. I watched. Oh yeah. So I've watched a few Disney cartoons, but this is this is a live action Disney. Have you seen uh, Mulan Rouge? <laughs> Have you? No, you've seen Moulin Rouge, where she, she looks in the mirror to see her true re- reflection, realises that she's real in a marmalade. We'll add it to the, uh, to the list of... Good. Excellent. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> I don't... I can't think of many other... Like, Bambi, I haven't seen. Um... I'm, st- I'm still thinking cartoons. Whereas Disney is not just cartoons, is it? No, it's it's not. Stuff like Oftentimes this. it's live action stuff with cartoons in it as well. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I've not had that much Disney content. We've not we've not had any on here. I mean, have you much appetite for family films? I mean, it's it's very very often is the case. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of really interesting people who mm. are going to think that listening to this episode is going to be beneath them because it is about. A dumb, boring family movie, man, and you know, I was just gonna wonder if I'm one of those people, mate. (laughs) But like, there are people out there who like kind of in a bit to adult up and to separate themselves from their childhood and stuff like that. They're very anti kids stuff and anti family movies. Mm. I I admit, in my early twenties, I would have been very much the same way and disowning a lot of the cutesy and whatnot. But cutesy, wholesome, whatnot. Does a spoonful of sugar help the medicine go? down for Sam Chaplin? Uh, as a man who still uses L'Oreal Kids and has chewy multivitamins every morning, <laughs> I do still like some childish things. That's so okay. I'm okay. happy with cutesy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you may be in for a good fun time. I think you're going to enjoy this. Okay. I think it's a, it's a wholesome old laugh and a half, this All one. Right. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes of this. Mm. Are you ready to... Shall we go off and watch now? <laughs> yeah. You, are, you, are you ready now? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. You, have, hold on. Have you made toilets, have you? Uh, no, I'm going to... No, I'm going to watch yeah, it. I'm going to do that now. All right. And have you got your coat? Got my coat. You've got your coat. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. That's right. okay. And have you got your money for the bus? Yeah. 
Okay, all right, nice. That's all right then. Unless the unless the price of the bus has gone up because it does that sometimes. Well, you it? should have and checked. They, they never. T- they, you don't know until you go on the bus one day and you say, "Oh, one fifty, please." And like, that's one eighty now. And you're like, "What?" I didn't. Sam, Sam, I've told you before. Why you kind of look at that bus driver. You look at him right in the eye and you say, "Cheers, driver." And he'll take what you give him. <laughs> he'll take what you give him. Well, will a spoonful of cinema help the swirl go down? <laughs> Let's go do a cinema swirl. <laughs> Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chimney, chiroo. It's right, it's only Mary Poppins and we're back after a lovely jaunt back through foggy old London through the eyes of a suspected fascist in Walt Disney. Sam, how did you get on with jolly old English Mary Poppins? I had a nice time down in London town, so I did. It was lovely, jubbly. <laughs> The thing about Sam, folks, is that he's never seen any of them. What what is your call that you see on the TV? The films is... Kevin, this is the oldest film we've reviewed. Is this? Yeah, just by a very slim margin. Good, Bad and the Ugly is slightly newer than this. Slightly more recent. But how about that? I always figured that because that movie is so far west that it's back in time because that is the direction on a line that time would go backwards, isn't it? Like, so I thought yeah. Old West is like, well, that's got to be a movie from the 1800s, surely at least. <laughs> so that's impressive. Not a dusty old movie, but a very vibrant and bright and colourful one. It betrays its age. Mm-hmm. But have you had a fun time, Sam? I think I have, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Initial gut feelings are are positive? I was eating spoonfuls of sugar the whole time on advice Ah. of the film. I don't know if that's had an impact on my... It is quite a medicinal piece, Mary Poppins, so it is advised. Uh, a sugary drink or, or otherwise is is advised. I have to say, because we start off in, you know, over London, that mm-hmm. lovely... Uh, and I never knew that London was a painting, but I found out, you know, mm. tonight here, Mary Poppins. The <laughs> song that they sing, and I, I don't know why, it's only my second viewing of this, it's really clocked. But you yeah. know, in Return of the Jedi, when C-3PO is telling the Ewoks about the Battle of the Death Star, and yeah. he goes, Chim Chimity Chiru. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, uh, yeah. yeah, and the whole movie, I was just going, Wait I couldn't get that out of my head. So, yeah. Ah. Chim Chimney, Chiroo. Do you think Mary Poppins exists in the Star Wars universe? I don't know. Not the film, the character. Ah, well, mm. I, see, I mean, she could come from, from a, a long time ago and or a galaxy of some distance mm. away. I always thought it could have been, you could see 3PO was very fussy and Protestant and definitely English. <laughs> that he'd be like, oh, don't worry, Georgie, baby. What I'm going on doing this take with the Ewoks, I'm just going to do some proper old timey cockney goobly gobble. And there he's <laughs> like, you know, chim, chim, the song from Mary Poppins <laughs> is what I'll do. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chiroo, C3PO, and or two. <laughs> Kevin, this film is so old that the Disney logo is not the Disney logo yet. It's what not is it? The, it's just it just says Walt Disney. It doesn't have the you know the castle and the the whole thing. The, the, the castle we're, built of of pure light and imagination. Yeah, like we're we're pre the Disney logo. It doesn't have the Disney font. It doesn't it is. It's, yeah. it's a bygone era. You, you would need to be told. I would say in some respects. 
hang on, you're only in the Magic Kingdom, mate. And <laughs> fair on them to Disney to the restraint, because I watched this on Blu-ray, and the restraint not to put a, you know, you know, that, that thing at the start. <laughs> you know, the really intense, yeah, yeah. high-def model. I know what you mean. It's really alien, scary, like. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that not they've not done the HD overgloss and added that on there. You know, this no. is plain Disney written in normal font, like. We, we're panning over London. We've got a bit of chim 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 charu. We've got Mary Poppins in the sky on a cloud with no diamonds. Uh, just Mary in the sky with an umbrella with an umbrella that has a vulture turkey type face to it. Do we learn that about the umbrella before the end? I can't really remember seeing it until the little sequence at the end. The umbrella just pipes up at the end, like... Right at the end. Mary Poppins, (laughs) you love those children. Shut up, I'm incapable of love. I'm an unused character. (laughs) (laughs) I bet they had loads of shit planned with him, like, you know, whole toy line. All the kids are going to be having umbrellas. There was a lot of rain Test audiences didn't respond well to that character. (laughs) No, and unfortunately, you didn't get to see Disney preempting the whole rap craze with the rapping umbrella, which was set to debut here in Mary Poppins. (laughs) But it went by the wayside, so there you go. They had the sliding down the banisters, but they didn't have the actual rap singing. (laughs) Real shame. Can we talk a little bit about our main man, DVD, Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> DVD here, who. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Dick Versatile Disc. Yeah, he is, he is. And yeah. I said that he was like, you know, he was getting on in years and all that. Joe was watching this with me and she said that he was an obsolete because he does physical comedy. Mm. And in the same way, the physical comedy, of course, is now obsolete, isn't it? In the way in the that same physical, way the physical media, physical media yeah. is obsolete as well, isn't it? So Physicality is pretty much on the way out. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I, I Physics, think it's all... Fuck that. <laughs> hand gestures to oneself. That's the new trend that's coming in Hollywood okay. now, I think, you know? Mm-hmm gesticulations in general yeah I, I love a good gesticulation i'll tell you what i love you more than a good gesticulation though watch that then sam well i tell you for what it's a funny one-man band in the street with the big like bass drum thing on the back that you can do with your legs and cymbals i fucking love that i really want one of those i don't know how much the whole get up would cost I mean, I imagine you have to buy a drum set, deconstruct it, and then kind Stick of it to yourself. fashion it into some sort of a wearable, you know? I, th- I assume that's what it is, I right? bet there's some fishing wire involved in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, he's he's not going whole hog. He wasn't rocking a guitar at the same time, you know? He oh, was, he was doing a lot, though. He was free with his hands mostly than his accordion, yeah. and and he had the honking horns and all that mm-hmm. as well. But, I mean, Sam, we, we're beating around the bush here. We're talking about Sweet Baby DVD here. We're talking about our man, the Dykstra over here, uh, Dick Van Dyke, diagnosis murder himself. Yeah. i got to talk about that accent, because uh, I <laughs> think that the only person who could possibly have done a worse Cockney accent was me. Yeah. And Dick Van Dyke is a professional actor. It's tough going. I'll tell you what, it's not as bad as I thought it was, given its reputation for being completely shit. It's it's not great. It's not grating, though, is it? No, it's not unpleasant. That's the thing. Yeah, It's not yeah. annoying. It doesn't irritate me. It's just like, oh, that's wrong, but it's fine. As a proper Englishman, though, because like, if I hear really like contrived... Oh, I've got an old brogue, so I do, you know. Couple that more than two. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, you're, nah, yeah. Oh, right, no. that, that, right there is what oh, I'm God, talking there's, about. There's tension in the room immediately. <laughs> right there. I I was going to give an example. I didn't need it. Like, you know what people say really like small. Oh, what, you mean like this? <laughs> 
So say you're doing your podcast and your flyboy this is your home <laughs> country. You give him one of these. You make him watch Dick Van Dyke butchering <laughs> yeah. the English accent. Does that offend That's you? That's what you sound like, that is. Is that what you're telling me? I was wondering, like, is it an offensive kind of thing to no. you? Like this hackneyed type thing? Or is it post-offense to be uh, English? You can't have that accent be muddled worse than it already has been. I, I'm, I'm fine with it personally, from my standpoint. I imagine a proper cockney might be a little bit perturbed by it. Perhaps. You say a, a proper cockers wouldn't have any of that. <laughs> well, I bet you carry on going on around here, will we, police officer? <laughs> with, uh, Greg Wallace wouldn't, like, he wouldn't stand for that, like, yeah. you know. He'd walk in, get tougher than this. <laughs> he'd walk in and he'd say, Anna, I don't even want you to print it, turn it right off. <laughs> Because it's inappropriate. I don't like it. It makes me upset when I hear Dick Van Dyke doing that voice. Yeah. He's doing his little funny dance with his music. He's having a great time. He's sort of busking. Uh, And then he pretty quickly breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. Dick breaking the fourth wall straight away. Just like, oh, hello you. It is me, Dick Van Dyke. Ah, there's a house over here. Let's go have a look at it. A lot of this movie is very ahead of its time. It's it's preempted the friendly amiability of a podcast. Where it's like, oh, hello there. Just come on in, you know, and listen to our little fun conversation and our smouldering hot takes. Uh, you might be able to make us out through the smoke of these smouldering hot takes, but we're your friends in your ears. And hello. Dick Van Dyke is like, hello, come on yeah. in. It's only this little movie you're going to watch. Blah, 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 chim, 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 All right, let's step into the mailbag. Step into the mailbag every time. Step into the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> But here shows us that there's some lad who likes to keep his house ship shape. Mm. We pan up and the house at the top is in the shape of a ship because he's an old sailor or something who likes to fire cannons off his ship house. I'll tell you what, mate, right? Built like you a know, brick ship house. <laughs> I, I'm here right after the, the heartful impression that was done earlier. Yeah, sure. I'm here now to build the bridge between Ireland and and England once again, you know. I'm here to build this bridge, bridge? between. I'm gonna. I'm gonna build a bloody big bridge here, is mate. A with my... bridge? No, there's. Of course, there's not. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah, you know for a fact I came here on a boat. Do you think I did that to be dramatic? Like, of course I would have drive. Just no, actually, there's a road. The bridge, Can you mate? put the car on a boat instead, please? I'd much rather that, like, and the car to be driven on a on a much larger water road instead. Mm. <laughs> I, I was going to say I was going to build a metaphorical bridge okay. between the the your your country and mine, right? Yeah. With a little bit of we can make jokes about each other and it not be and not be on the nose and not be hurtful and not be make us rise to anger. And here's one, here's one now. But you just mentioned the skip in the house ship shape, didn't he? Sure. <laughs> you English and your proud nautical traditions, huh? Come on now, huh? 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 Yeah. It's just, you know, it's a bit of fun and a little bit of banter there. It's no not ne- hurtful. No it's need. An observation from one country to another, you know. Not on, mate. Bang out of order, that. Tell you what isn't ship-shaped, that kind of carry-on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have dissed the nautical tradition please, at your big yeah, please, hats. Please don't, that's, that's not, not all right. My father was a ship, how dare you. <laughs> the children are bad, all the nannies are leaving, every nanny quits the job because the children are bloody menaces. Yeah, Cherry Tree Lane is home to a most unusual type of creature, two foul brats, who <laughs> give the impression 
throughout of being very normal, well-adjusted children. Yeah, but we they don't really on... do anything dickish at any no, point in this really. film that we see. We just hear about their antics. Other than some, uh, honestly, Sam, some quite frankly shocking passive-aggressive letter writing later on in the film. Well, sure. Yeah. Other than that, they're, they're dope. But we have it on good authority from the, the many nannies who have seen their way out that these kids are indeed rotters. But what will I tell the master about the children who will take care of the children? Don't leave, nanny. Don't leave now. Please well, I have not leave. much no time to think about this at all because I'm going to sing a song about votes for women. How Yay. fun. Yay. Suffragettes in a movie. All right. I think that all uh, goes down pretty well. I, you know what? I saw that and I thought there's going to be something weird going on here. It's going to be there's going to be some kind of oldie timey bad yes, humor going about go, this. Oh, you suffragettes. We should have <laughs> never given you the vote. Should we have children? No. You know, when I was watching, when we watched Greece and there was this whole kind of, tell me more, tell me more, did he like like a biscuit, like that. I thought there's going to be some kind of, you know, bawdy humour to this, but there's no bawdiness. No, there is there's no this is, is completely free of anything of the sort. It is uh, squeaky clean. That's nice. And, yeah, I do. And I'll tell you what, Sam. Mm. I, I've been watching more musicals now, and I'm starting to notice some of the tropes. Sure. And one of my favourite tropes mm-hmm. is a character trying to hold a conversation out of song with a character who's very much stepped into song. <laughs> That is a great pleasure to be like. <laughs> I imagine if you were trying to do that in real time, it must be very irritating. Oh, yeah. Um, have you ever... Now, this is a kind of a side note here. Have you ever spoken to someone who is playing the guitar, but still <laughs> pretending that they are able to just speak to you normally? Yeah, and it's not possible. they're concentrating a bit too much on the guitar, and they can't have it hold a normal conversation, but they're making eye contact and trying to kind of talk. It's the worst thing to ever do. I've done that a couple of times to people and realised quite quickly how irritating it is. It is. To, yeah, when it happens to you, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I imagine it's like that. And the worst bit as well is where you can use that guitar. I can't play the guitar or any musical instrument, so uh, I feel powerless in these situations because I feel with that instrument... And that kind of power you have to add elements to to structure the conversation to oh, move yeah, it yeah. points of time where it's like, well, I need to talk to you about something. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I hear. Well, well, now we obviously have to end yeah, or it, move on to the next point because you've just fucking put theme music in here. You've scored this conversation. Yeah, I could change the tone by just playing a minor chord and then it all gets very sad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can like maybe train people to only talk about things you like by playing sad songs only when they I've talk never about things you that want. Power. I think this is a good idea. But yeah, I, I do like interaction between characters mid-song and just regular old characters just knocking about. It's fun. And, and I, I like the way she, she has a kind of respect. It's like, I don't want to interrupt you, obviously, because you're in your strides and it's an important issue. Votes for women. By all means, get to the rhyming couple about Emily Pankhurst. It is, you know, it's good, yeah. But just, I need my fucking notice, yeah? Can you help? <laughs> I might, there's a limit to my patience. Yeah. The children have gone missing as well, by the way. But I'm singing your song, that's fine. But... Th- I don't know where your kids are. Where they're gone. <laughs> I mean, I, I Can we would... sing about that? Can we sing about the children are gone? Votes for women, yes, I agree. Absolutely. But in the you know, here and now, there are some missing children. There are, you know, and as, as the old saying goes, do you know where your children are? 
You know, and that one really picked up in the nineties. That phrase, yeah, yeah. you know, you know. But back so, then, in olden times, the answer olden was times, no. You know, free range children, let them <laughs> fall where they may. Like I'll tell you what, now only my bloody favorite character, Mister Banks, up in the fucking house. Like yep. I have tea and a bun at six oh one, then a little poo at six oh two. Motherfucking perfect is the life I lead. Have a little wee at six oh three. Having a great time. And I lock the door at 6.04. Private is the life I lead. Shh. Yeah. I, I really like Mr. Banks as a character. Oh, as the kind of prim Mr. and proper, Banks. you know, stiff upper lip Englishman character. It's oh, great. Oh, yeah. he's absolutely fucking perfect. I adore... I saw a play that Miles Jupp did of the actor who played this role. So like, he did like, yeah. a little like one-man show about it because he looks like alarmingly similar yeah, yeah. to him. He looks like almost identical. And oh my God, it's just what a fucking sweet performance. I feel like I've kind of been pulled aside about this one particular part of the movie and been like kind of told why it's extra special. Mm. So I'm a little bit biased towards my man, Mr. Banks. But I'm impressed by anyone who can carry a tune without actually singing like he does for all of his songs. Oh, the kind of like speak singing, but still I'll making just it work. sing like this right now. I can't actually sing. Yeah, but it it's nice. It's charming. I still it like is. it. Yeah, and I, I like that it kind of it captures the essence of like when a parent is giving out to you, and it captures that like his is all of his songs are like a, a lecture, you know. Mm. And I love that. It's very succinct and whatnot. I really enjoy one thing that he said when someone asked him about how things are in the world of finance. <laughs> and he says never better money sound credit rates are moving up 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 and the british pound is the admiration of the world now i don't know if like when that was put in um that was a joke then if that makes sense like relative when was this released 60s yes but of course we are set in the we 1900s set in, we're set in 1910 19, it's 19, the 10. age of men yeah <laughs> historic is the life we lead i don't know whether that line was funny then it is very funny to me now the idea that british pound is the admiration of the world because that's some fucking currency trade humor for you <laughs> fucking for you big listeners up there like you know we've been checking the analytics we know you guys want to hear about that yeah we'll have a joke about run on the bank later on don't you worry okay Fiscally responsible audio content, folks. They're right here. Another great Banks quote is, kindly do not attempt to cloud the issue with facts, which is just phenomenal. Hauntingly sentient and important in these times, <laughs> that line. Like, yeah. My fucking kids are missing mate, you know? Uh, oblivious <laughs> is the life you lead, I'd say. Mm. The children have been found eventually by a police constable. They've been taken away by a kite, haven't they? They've run away with a, with a kite. I mean, it's a very dangerous activity. Yeah. And now comes the time in the podcast where I ask you, have you ever went and flown a kite? I've definitely flown kites before. Up in the atmosphere? Yeah. Where the air is clear? Yeah, sure. Oh, 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 oh. that's interesting. I said, let's go fly a kite pretty high up, please, <laughs> if possible. It, it's a very... Uh, you know what? I would like to fly a kite again. It, I haven't done it since I was a very small child. Yeah? How ung were you? Yeah, yeah I was going to do height there, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Are you around 15 hands old, I'm assuming, uh, thereabouts? Definitely, like, between three and eight, I would say. Okay, th- those are the proper youngling years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know, like, kids' ages. I'm kind of all over the place. Even when it's me, I don't really know 
how old any of those ages mean but see for for me i've got wrestling from when i started watching wrestling for like yeah. 98 so i've got a solid point exactly you know what i know from the ages of nine upwards very very quite accurately yeah right what it was like um for me i don't know when i think about flying a kite it feels more complicated in my mind now as an adult than <laughs> like i don't know if i'd be able to just if i if you gave me a kite and said fly that kite <laughs> you would know i think to i'd have to google it I don't think I'd be able to figure out how to do it myself. I've never flown a kite at all in my Whoa. in my life. Never, never flown a kite. Yeah. Whoa. And honestly, I feel like the I would. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm. Well, you know, it never happens. Never right. flown a kite. You no, know, no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just just goofing around. No, it's, it's it happens. You know, and there's some there's some of us who've not lost our kite virginity, who've not had their their wings clipped, so to speak. And uh, well, that's one of the main things they tell you not to do. Uh, oh really? Yeah, don't clip the wings, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fly, then. I would maybe like one time just to like finish a podcast and then go fly a kite, you know, up in the atmosphere where the air is clear. Well, tonight's your lucky night, <laughs> because <laughs> yay! <laughs> I've got an Amazon Prime Now subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings well, us to today's the only sponsor. reason I would I would get that is if the man in the bike who was coming would fly the kite behind him and he'd Aww. get to enjoy it as well and he'd have a fun time. That'd be nice. So in his impeccable smoking jacket, Mr. Banks makes it clear and known that he wants a firm nanny to help preserve the purity of the British race. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and no, more or less on the lines that he thinks that it's the nanny's no. job to Wait, ensure. What did I just agree to? <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, yeah, oh, wait, what? Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> but I'm all about my British values, mate. Yeah. He says that he wants, you know, a nanny to ensure that, you know, the kids are brought up with a, a firm hand and because it's the future, of, he says it's the future of the empire. You run a house like you run a bank with precision, all right? Mate, uh, is that, if that's the empire, watch out for the real world because that's the rebel alliance, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I like to think that the Empire was not brought down by, like, you know, just a, one particular kind of, you know, it was a rebel mm. alliance of everyone ganging up on you. Huh? Uh? Look, he's, look, he's now, huh? Uh, that's me told. Yeah. Don't do the voice ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, how do you feel about the pronunciation of advertisement? I love Ooh, it. I, adver- I, I do love it. I would never use it myself unless I was being silly, which yeah. I have been known to be at times and pick a strange way to a, to an advertisement, though. Ooh, I might man. try sneaking it back into my regular dialect. I don't know. I don't know if I could get away with it. No, I think you should pop that into rotation. Absolutely, yeah. like, you know. Oh, what's an interesting advertisement in the, in the newspaper? All right, Sam, you, you got a new phrase. No need to advertise it so much in your fucking face, yeah? You know? The kids have written their own advertisement now, and Mr. Banks is miffed. He's surprised that there's this... He reacts kind of quite horrified. You've written an advertisement, but you're not advertising executive. You're tiny children. It's no, very would your tiny hands pick up the phone with which to read the Times? <laughs> But they've written their advertisement in the form of a nice song about having a nice nanny. Yeah, and it's like... Oh, they're so saccharine. I fucking honestly, my teeth hurt with these kids, and they're yeah. fucking p 
piercing blue eyes. Oh, they're very blue, those eyes. I feel like the kind of saturation on this film has been turned up at certain points, because those eyes are blue. At certain points, their eyes really upset me. You know, mm. uh, really kind of got me on the, the hard end there. Essentially, though, Sam, their letter really comes down to three things. They want songs, treats, and meats. That's what the kids are after. Sure. And also, our nanny must be pretty as well. All right, kids. Jesus. Yeah. Because right. you've had some offensive-looking people in this house, <laughs> and we will not tolerate it. No ugly nannies. <laughs> we are the future of the empire, and our needs will be obeyed. I'll tell you who's not having any of that. Oh, George Banks. Uh-oh. Nuh-uh. Tear it up. Put it in the not-a-flame fire. Just rest it on and the fire. he's proper. He's like, you may think it's grand, but I will be firm of hand. You know, he's, he's, very, he's very... No, you're not allowed to interfere in the world of adults. I can rhyme too, children. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It, yeah, I fucking rattled out a whole bunch of them. 601, 602, 603. Where the fuck were you? In the park? Oh, you can't... Uh, you. Yeah, I was at the bank investing in railroads. <laughs> A series of increasingly stern women queue up outside. Mmm, bunch of bad nannies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like the look at them. Nuh-uh. This is like all the nannies who they would go through before Super Nanny would arrive and tell them what is acceptable and what is not acceptable, you know? And, oh, Mary Poppins, she floats down from on high after seemingly killing the other applicants they, with wind. Yes, they all get Whoosh. blown away, which, in the context of this film, looks quite fun. Like, it looks quite fun to be blown away Way. like that. But I imagine... If that really happened, it would be quite harrowing. Oh, yeah. To be blown away by the wind. Now, I will say to you, Sam, mm. I mentioned way back some classic internet. Way back on Cinema Swirl, when we did uh, their episode on The Shining, I mentioned there was a great classic remixed trailer to make The Shining appear to be a comedy. Mm. Around the same time, there was a great one. And this is, again, classic internet of Mary Poppins' trailer. As a horror. And she's very convincing, Mary Poppins. She doesn't fucking suffer fills gladly, does MP. My God. No? Floating in on the umbrella? Yeah. She thinks that giving references at a job interview is quite old-fashioned. I tell you what, Kevin. I do agree. Do you? I do agree. <laughs> and, this is a, and, and that is why I believe I should have the post that you are advertising. <laughs> I don't have any references. I think that's old-fashioned. Well, Sam, I, I'm a, I hate to tell you, but it's stated clearly in the advertisement <laughs> that, <laughs> that references would be oh, required. This advertisement that I have here in my hand that is made up of torn-up advertisement that you put in the fire. I don't think that advertisements are old-fashioned because one time... For a job, you had to ask me for a reference I for did. an advertisement. I did, and it? I had a lot of fun doing it. I said, yeah. he's a, he's he's a, a very nice good boy. boy. <laughs> he's a very good boy. And he's been to the toilet. <laughs> Wouldn't harm a fly. Nice lad. He, one arm and butter is reported to not even melt in his mouth. And they didn't if know what that's I meant one by of that. the things you're expecting as part of this job, I'm afraid he cannot provide that skill. He can't melt butter with <laughs> his face. Right, listen to how fucking threatening, right? Because okay. I, I, feel, I feel with a very booming voice and being a, a very large six-foot-five man that I, I can be quite imposing unwittingly right now. Sure. And I, I realise even reading out these lines of dialogue from Mary mm. Poppins seems threatening. I am never cross. I am kind, but extremely firm. Yeah? Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, now. And with a force of nature like Julie Andrews, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit fucking... 
Oh no, she means business. Yeah, she ain't fucking around. She ain't. Uh, she ain't here to play. She'll do to those children with wind what she did to those nannies. <laughs> She's just a fucking wind demon sent here to blow bender. shit away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when they use words to describe Mary Poppins, like "Oh, Mary Poppins, chaos follows in her wake." Like, oh Jesus, okay. Talk about her like she's a natural disaster, like. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what. I wonder if she has killed anyone. And what afterwards she's like she gets the knife spit spot like, you know. <laughs> that's it, like, you know. And she hides the body in that carpet bag, like just puts it in and it's like, you know. <laughs> a spoonful of sugar helps this poison go down. Yeah. Mrs. Poppins, we have it on good authority that you killed two children in this apartment we saw you at the scene loud voice but your officer there are only cartoon chalk drawings on this floor (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about the bodies have disappeared into the nether realm mary poppins has got some sick gimmicks here yeah like like saying the job is mine yeah fucking end of discussion yeah, apprentice candidate shit right there. Seriously, she is. She's taking the process by the horns. You know how there's some like proper arrogant wankers who go in there and they're like, "It's my job. I'm brilliant. I'm gonna get it." But there's some who are so arrogant they power through that and actually become quite charming yeah, in a way. It's true. Yeah, That's yeah. Mary Poppins. Uh, ah. But I tell you what, those guys don't have. They don't have a sick stairlift gimmick. They don't have a magic no. bag. I'd love a magic bag. I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd love a magic bag, but the ability to go up like that of stairs would be more fun, I think. Yeah. It, it feels like it'd be fun. Like, you know, like a to real... To like up. A, to slide up. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right, I'll tell you what, right? The, the other night, I went out, right? And I was coming back in a mm-hmm. taxi. And it was sure. one of those taxis that had the doors facing the other way. And you might be thinking, oh, I live in London. I'm walking here. I see cabs like that every day. But in Manchester, it's quite rare to get a cab where you can face the other way. And yeah. I sat there, and I, I went my normal route home, but backwards, and it was really fun. And yeah. I figured that, adding the Y axis, yeah, you know, and we're going up as well. Yeah. I think it's going to be a holly jolly time. Like Drive that taxi up some stairs, and you, you're golden. I know, and it's much lower carbon footprint as well, because I did enjoy myself, but afterwards I was like, ooh, I don't know if I should be like, way great driving the car there you know yeah i I feel i felt a little bit residual guilt about that so i watered the plants at home oh that's nice yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think you've restored some karmic balance i I think so karmic if not carbon balance (laughs) (laughs) she has a bag is a carpet bag and also the bag is infinite and the the children are slack jawed in their amazement at this the little boy is kind of crawling underneath it, trying to see if it's a magic trick, rummaging under the table. And then she's like, come here to me, you little prick. And then she pulls up the measuring tape and says, look there. And it, and it says, little prick on it. And he's like, oh, <laughs> and, and come here to you now, you feckin' gobshite. And then she pulls it up. And lo and behold, it says, feckin' gobshite on it. Yeah. And then she goes, sure, I'm Mary Poppins. I'm practically perfect in every way. Mm. And she has that as well. This does all feel like she is a magician. Both in the sense that she can actually do magic, and also she is acting a bit like how I imagine a magician would, like a stage magician would have yeah, that she, kind lo- of... Yeah, lots of bamboozlement, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, lots of yeah. tricks. She's very tricksy. She's very tricksy, isn't she? Mm. I'd like to see Mary Poppins get loose with a set of cards. I'm yeah. sure craziness will ensue. I think in the reboot, Mary Poppins should have been played by Pendulette. <laughs> It would have been a challenging role. Yeah. Uh, who 
is this like Emily Emily Blunt is this yeah yes. yeah Emily Blunt yes. a- alarmingly good uh, me and Joe watched it I loved it I absolutely loved it but then again I didn't have any of the childhood nostalgia yeah. I was just like yeah it's a sequel to the movie I saw last week so <laughs> it's, not, it's not a reboot is it no it is so a hardcore straight, sequel. straight up sequel ah. and uh, yeah if you're big fans of the extended Mary Poppins lore mm-hmm. that little boy as well as being a big feckin' Egypt also grows up to be financially irresponsible. So, oh. just I, I it, it altered my viewing this time, thinking like that boy. It's like that boy goes on to really put his family in financial jeopardy if he'd have and, invested that tuppence. I as, know, right? as he was advised by let's face it, financial advisors, he would have been fine. And instead, like in the you know in the second one, it's kind of like oh, we need to you know renew our mortgage. Interest rates are going up. He's like, I'm going to buy like, two hundred thousand pounds of bread instead. And Imagine all these things getting free financial advice and not taking it. I right? unbelievable, shocking, Sam. unbelievable. What a precocious uh, jerk that look is. <laughs> So, Mary Poppins has got a couple of ways to deal with the holdrums and doldrums of the boring day-to-day, a.k.a. doing chores and jobs, because jobs are just games in disguise, She's Sam. She's pretty much doing a TED Talk about gamification here, isn't she? She is, yeah. She absolutely is. Yeah. But she doesn't really provide any kind of hot tips here. She's just like, just in- enjoy it, and it- you'll enjoy it more. a game, you know? Yeah. A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. This song was about polio. Uh, It it was. Apparently, the writer of the song, he said that he was inspired that when his kids came back from getting the polio vaccine, and he said, was it very yucky and horrid? And they said no, because they had put a a cube of sugar onto the medicine. And he went, huh, a spoonful of medicine, you said? No, No, a cube. A cube. Sorry, kids. You're you don't understand rhyming structure. Okay, so let let daddy work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why the kids got no credit for, for coming up with the idea. She has this whole speech about you know make it a game, enjoy it. It'll all go you know by much easier. Yeah, and that's all well and good when you can snap your fingers and magically Bam. make a bed. Yeah, you know what? I would enjoy tidying up. I could snap my fingers and it did it magically. You know, I Mary mean, and, in, in fairness, if that's what Thanos did, though, with the Infinity Gauntlet, that would have been, like, a <laughs> massive waste of resources, where he's like, bam! And, like, all of his, oh. his skeezy old blankets and all the... Du- it all is made up, like, yeah. Half of the beds in the world were suddenly made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, like... It was a widespread chaos uh, after that happened, of course. Now, are there any... I'm assuming from your, your Shreklicka tone of voice here that you do not subscribe to the belief that... I was being German there, saying terrible. Oh, uh, I thought uh, you meant, like, get out of my swamp. That's <laughs> <kind> of thing. <laughs> I wonder if because Shreklick means terrible in German, that, like... Shreklicka. Everyone's kind of a little bit like, no, nah, I don't want to see that movie. It doesn't seem like... Somebody once told me that word, but I didn't. I don't think it went. Sam, are you going to go see Terrible Two with me this weekend? (laughs) Like, you know, no, I don't think so. No, no, I don't think Terrible Interactive Christmas Adventure on Netflix seems like checking out either. It just seems like it wouldn't be much good. But I was assuming from your your tone of voice that you're Mm. not a subscriber of the belief of making chores into games, and if we do it as a team, as a team, and do a job like a game, it's fun. No, I am a little bit. I used to really enjoy when I worked at Asda, mm. folding down the cardboard and putting it in the recycling thing. 
on Oh, would you do it to like a little bit of a dancer? You can tell by the user, we was a walk, I'm a chill picker, no time to talk. No, I'd, I'd just kind of do it and I would kind of think of it like I was playing a video game. <laughs> it's the, yeah, yeah. It's the weirdest logic. They're like, this is like a puzzle game. Like, how can I do this most efficiently and quickly? And I genuinely did the, genuinely did the kind of spoonful of sugar thing. I just thought, if I make this into a little challenge for myself, all of this minimum wage work will go by much quicker and be happier. <laughs> Yay! But I, I totally believe in that because like, there's a number of games that spring to mind that have very satisfying feedback of like both sound effects and visuals. Mm. Like uh, Yakuza Zero's got a really great hostess bar game where it's like, yes. and like, all these great like, ring. And I imagine that where I'm just like loading the dishwasher, it's like, and you know, you get that kind of a, you know, like uh, Fallout 4 has a great, you know, settlement building part of it, and you get rid of all the junk. When you get rid of it, it goes, because it's a really nice, nice meaty crunch, putting away bits of trash into a bag. Imagine it, you know? The sound of ripping cardboard. Big cardboard mm. boxes just ripping them is is very satisfying. I do. Miss I know, that. but Sam, if you're ripping, you're at a fool's game now. You want to be folding that now, surely? I know. I'm, I'm ripping to then fold. Oh, I see. You're, you're ripping on I'm the permanent axis okay. and then folding it flat so I can get more of it into the recycling pail or whatever it's called. That's okay. Yeah, ripping yeah. to fold is ripping okay. To by fold. <laughs> ripping to fold. Ripping to fold is a great. It should be a. It should be something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it sounds like something. Like, if we just started a podcast called Ripping to Fold, yeah. like just bam, it hit Welcome it. Welcome to Ripping to Fold. Then we start off ripping, then we get to the folding at the yeah, end. Yeah. Like When all of the kind of cupboards and doors and wardrobes and things are all flocking about, kind of joining in with the cleaning up, I think, maybe. There's a bit where Mary Poppins is like, all right, guys, get on with it. Stop. The song's over now. And they eventually do stop all these cupboard doors. There's a moment, though, isn't there? There's a... <laughs> They're kind of fighting back a bit, and then they stop. And she goes, thank you. And this one cupboard, with its doors, kind of goes... Like... (laughs) (laughs) Just like, you're welcome. Because that cupboard was very close to scare me, because they were like, let that child out. And they're like, no, he's going to stay here in the cupboard forever. Something about him, that little boy trying to get out of that cupboard, the look on his face was very creepy to me. The like, he, He wasn't creepy, but him trying to get out and then the doors closing on him and trying to get out and the doors closing on him just it nearly verged on that kind of horror thing that you were talking about and yeah, if you set that to the wrong music that's quite horrific for instance boy stuck in there is step to the rhythm step to the rhyme step to the rhythm step to the rhyme <laughs> that, that would be very upsetting for the boy yeah. and for the audience as a whole like the scary birds which are brought in the animatronics which are apparently controlled by some sort of complicated mechanism involving strings on her hand and whatnot. Oh, okay. It it looks like a demon. Uh, the yeah. Consider we get so much nice animation later for this to look like this. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, please animate uh, everything in the future. Not nice, unpleasant. I don't like that kind of. Because I hate thinking about really scary robots like that. That when robots do take over, kind of like you know, in the same that when zombies happen, it's like, oh, the zombies come. But you didn't think about the really old, like, scary skeleton zombie that's going to come out that's been buried for ages. And like when all the robots turn evil, all these old scary robots are going to be all like, uh. and it's going to be, re- it's going to land on your shoulder and it's going to look really uh. sad. Uh. I don't like it. The better smell of old jumpers. Tell you what, I do like more than I like old smelly jumper robots. What's that? Dick Van Dyke doing some drawing. (laughs) 
Me cap would be glad of a copper or two. Well, there's three coppers. This is a raid. We've been uh, observing and reporting on you for some time, Mr. Bert. But I draws what I likes and I likes what I drew, officer. Come on. Now, I found out about this legendary bad accent. Um, mm. Joe, the intern, passed on some, uh, some research here. He blames the Dick Van Dyke mm. on his voice coach who right. was a man named Pat O'Malley, who was an Irishman. Mm, and okay. apparently, because he couldn't do a better Cockney voice than that, that's why he only got blame his hell on that than he did. Right, okay. He's blaming now, on the Irish. I was going to say, right, if you, if you didn't get the voice across mm. of, of the British Empire here, Dick Van Dyke, well, you certainly did get the spirit of finding a random Irish person to blame all your fucking woes <laughs> on. <laughs> Historical or otherwise. <laughs> and you seem to have a poor grasping of the general history of it. So, yeah, yeah good job, DVD. Yeah. yeah, good on you, Dick. And good job, Pat O'Malley, because you made him look like a big just like he deserved. It's setting him up for a fall. Absolutely pathetic behaviour. So, I feel like what he's happening here now, and the kids yeah. and Mary, they come up to, to him, and he's got all of his paintings. I feel like he's trying to worry them. He's like, you ain't going to the park with Mary Poppins, my little boy and girl. Why, any day would Mary Poppins is a brand new adventure. You may think you'd be going into the park for a sandwich, but Palestinian insurgents will kidnap you and hold you at gunpoint. It can anything could happen with Mary Poppins. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, Bert. The children seem unfazed, though. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to jump into a lion's maw. Not, not a lion's mother, mate, that's that's not on. <laughs> I think we've done that joke before. How, how does Bert know Mary Poppins? We don't establish that, do we? Just, just like magic pals. He's like the gatekeeper of the movie. He welcomes us in, so I assume he's kind of familiar with all the titular character, I Maybe he imagine, was yeah. a previous child she nannied that that could be it as well yeah you know? although i must say it's a bit sad to see Bert, a man in his you know 30s or 40s here whatever mm. having to live this you know real difficult zero hours contracts you know 10 flexi time uncontracted work independent contractor shit he's he's doing the art he's doing the music he's a chimney sweep you know bloody he's gig on, economy he's is he's, and the gig yeah. economy he's, he's an on-call care assistant as well it seems to help people like with, with certain conditions you know he's he's fucking bleeding out both ends here this lad i'm imagining yeah he's, he's working himself to the bone really but he's still got that positive attitude you know he is that that cockney attitude chin up sunshine knees up mother brown kind of thing oh i i've heard this one recently now because it's it's something very i'm very obsessed with and knees up yeah and knees up we have a knees up later i'm pretty sure you know what we're you and i are gonna have a knees up tonight like you know this this is a stated as if it's going to happen they're the famous cock knees now if an evening or a gathering or a get-together or even a social acquaintance of any sort what are the prerequisites for it to enter into a knees up situation like your knees must go up the knees like i was thinking that as well that like the the jovularity and the joculence Mm. must physically raise the knees off the ground like. at, at some point the knees must pass pass waist you know yep. go up up and then knees up. and then your nan you know your nan my old nan your yeah. nan anyone's nan is playing on an old piano <laughs> <laughs> And playing she's on the old rattling Joanna, the knees yeah. up, Mother Brown, yeah. Play the, play the old songs, Dan. Play about, the, play about old United Kingdom. 
back when you could jump into a drone in a park. Back when it was proper, you could go on an animated fox hunt. It was great times, Nan. So when they jump into the paintings here, I kind of half expected it to go. Ba 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 da ba. Let's go. There we go. Oh, Mary, a bop, better bump. And he just kind of he speaks a little bit like the bobs. Is he? Mary, bop, he does. He's like them pink bombs, isn't he? Like you yeah, know, some of those fox hunters later are going like that. Like, oh, <laughs> so farm animals have a bit of a sing song about Mary Poppins, and yeah. everyone is fucking convinced that she's the bee's knees. This one, now. everyone loves Mary Poppins. The thing I really enjoyed about the farm animals singing is that when they sing their line, they have to sing it in a way that makes you know that they are the farm animal that they are. And my favourite example is a cow going, <laughs> Mooary Poppins. Mooary, <laughs> <laughs> Mooary. Oh, my sweet mother of God. Poppins. It's, yeah, it's great. They're on a jolly holiday, aren't they? They were they were very jolly, considering they're all about to die. Mm. Like, I mean, they were pretty pretty upbeat about it. Like, you know, if the animals from Animal Farm would stop fucking moaning about their socialism and instead had a bit of a fucking you know bit of a knees up like these pet farm animals, <laughs> it would have been all right. Like, It'd be quite difficult for a cow to have a knees up, wouldn't it? Yeah, and the knees go that way. We got some great lines in here, such mm. as a jolly holiday with Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to have a jolly holiday at some point. Jolly holiday. A, a jolly day, as they're also known. It's what I aspire to. I wrote in here, I'm not sure how you took it, but I yeah. said that their umbrellas have sex. Like, the umbrella and the cane, I should say. They kind of, like, yeah. start moving against each other. They kind of rub against each other. And then, yeah. like, it starts working the shaft. And then it opens oh, up the umbrella. God. And then it kind of just floats off into a feeling of weightlessness. I was just enjoying the, the nice dance and song number. But yeah. you were having to, with your filthy mind. I was fixated on whether or not the cane and the umbrella both came to a satisfactory conclusion to their to their intercourse. That was what I was wondering about. Chim chim chiru. I, w- I was thinking that 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 umbrella might be a selfish lover. <laughs> Perhaps I'll tell you what, Kevin. I love the costumes and the just the look of this whole sequence. Oh yeah, very vibrant. It's very, very vibrant. Good. Very. Mm advanced effects for the time i think i don't really know how they've done some of this back in the 60s as far as i know a lot of this old 60s stuff they literally painted and rotoscoping the, yeah rotoscoping yeah. They, they, they literally did it on the film like which ah. is insane to think about because i mean we were gushing about who framed roger rabbit oh shit okay yeah I, i'm not sure to the exact science of yeah, it right? but, but all i know is that it's fucking it looks awesome here it probably took ages but it looks yeah. great yeah. Absolutely. Mm. God, it is like, what, well, this movie came in the 60s. It is like fucking 50 years old. Jesus. Yeah. That's so fucking old. Yeah. Big old. Big old. The waiters are penguins because they look like waiters. They are, and they're almost like kind of to an alarming degree in favor of Mary Poppins here. Mm. Penguin says, You are our favorite person. person. <laughs> it's just establishing that Mary Poppins is great, you know? She is. She's like, but like, it's kind of like there's there's a quite a, like an almost like you would get with like a dictator in like in a well, an autocratic society where it's like she comes in and she's like I am great never question me I am perfectly brilliant and everyone's yeah. like Mary's great isn't she right 
My favorite person. And what what's Bert but fucking the the state propaganda, the mouthpiece here? Yeah. Hey, Mary Poppins is the greatest. <laughs> you know, yeah. All right. The fucking the the proletarian masses will rise above this Bert. I mean, there was a tap dancing number with the pen. There's a lot of mm. dance numbers here. I knew there'd be song numbers. There's a lot of dance numbers as well. Something I've realised about myself as a person, and I realised this from watching Britain's Got Talent at some points in my life, is that I can only really stomach dancing for about two minutes at a time. What, any dancing? Mm, mostly, yeah. I mean, are you, are you including the wide realm of interpretive dance? I am... Um, yes. Yes. Wow, <laughs> I, I, I think I think you've not given enough dancer enough enough dancers. Maybe not. Like most difficult and and maligned to to understand bits of physical fucking performance. It's way bigger than than any no, of us realize. I know, I know it's it's difficult. they dance about all sorts, Sam. It's not one just... of those things where I'm like I appreciate what goes into it. But I struggled to be entertained by it for very long. And no one loves a boogie more than Sam Chaplin, folks. I enjoy it for a bit. Yeah. And I'm like, this is great. And then I quickly get tired of it. Oh, I what? don't know. A choreography. Like fireworks. I fucking love fireworks for two minutes. Really? And, and then, you get bored of fireworks? And it drags a bit. Have you seen the video of all the fireworks going off on like the 4th of July, like, like the Los Angeles 4th of July fireworks celebration? They all go off at once by mistake. It's just, just like, <laughs> the sun <laughs> appears. And it's like, <laughs> That's perfect for me. That's yeah, that, that, will, that will get you back yeah. into fireworks, you know? <clears throat> Done. Yeah. I See, think now, it, me, I'm totally enamored with fireworks because they were, you know, they're illegal in Ireland. Right. So I'm like, kind of like, I never got to see anything sparkle in the sky unless it was a pre-approved visual arts performance in the Galway yeah. Film Festival or the Galway <laughs> Arts Festival or whatever, like. So I got to see very few. But you, child of Great Britain, like, meh. I have Flying seen the all the sparkles the in fireworks. the sky. Like, meh. I'm not entertained anymore by these magical chemicals. That sole purpose in life is whimsy. I am bored of these, Mama and Papa. Let's go home. I'm not having these anymore. No, yes. there shall be no more fireworks today. <laughs> <laughs> For I am bored. There are quite enough of those. <laughs> Quickly, bring on the dancers. Let's try and keep them entertained. No, no. Mm-mm-mm. No. Oh, I say, chaps, let's go hunt that Irish fox. Yes, let's. Blazing big arras, sure they're only after me skin. Me Irish skin, me brogue, me Irish red fox brogue. It's Misha on Shunnock Bjog. <laughs> I think Dick Van Dyke insisted that the fox would be Irish after his debacle with the voice coach. I think know? so, yeah. I haven't been a real, like, a real clumsy idiot, like, <laughs> get that O'Malley motherfucker, like, yeah. have, let's really drag the name of the Irish to the muck. With, uh, by the way, I said, I am the small fox. Ah, oh, that's nice. Which is good. Can yeah. you say it again? Ismisha on Shunok Bjug. Bjug! I like Bjug. You know, I wish I gave this whole thing more of a chance and had developed my sense of enjoyment for funny-sounding words mm. and, and noises and whatnot, because it's a great guttural tongue, is my old Irish tongue. Yeah. It's got all yeah. sorts of great noise. Guess what a wizard is? Dree! Dree! <laughs> Dree! It's great! <laughs> That's just objectively great, like, uh, it's you know. fun. Yeah. I tell you back, everything I said as an angry teenager, I should have been in ten of those classes a week, man. It should have been. You're a fool. I have. I, I wasted that opportunity. Think of the content, Sam. 
<laughs> so the fox hunters, the naughty Tories, they all fall into water, and it is funny. Now that's why you know what? That's why we should bring back fox hunting just so they can all make a right pig's ear of themselves. And yeah. Like, Way, and then that's all the foxes will laugh at them. You then re ban it. Then Kevin, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that I'm I support fox hunting as long as it is in a cartoon. Well, Sam, I think fine. that Jamie Fox as an actor has given us so many great moments. I'm very worried that someone will clip out the thing of me just like, you know what, Kevin, I support fox hunting and just upload that to YouTube and on its own as this little like, thing. Yeah. And then Jamie Foxx will be here saying, care, care to explain, like, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mate, Jamie. I was in Collateral. I do not expect to become Collateral Damage, <sighs> like. Collateral's fucking great, by the way. In this. Oh, I love Collateral. It's good, isn't it? So good. Very, uh. very good. But more to my point, mm. though, about a quick unban and then a, a rebanning, and why I'm confident about this is because sure. it's been illegal for so many years. Yeah. They'll all be like really, you're rusty at it, like, and they'll, oh, be, they'll, like, be, <laughs> they'll be actually <laughs> shooting each other, like, you know, and like, oh, look, there's one. They shoot the dog, like, oh, you idiots. That's, uh, you know, like, oh, there's yeah. a massive one over there. Like, no, that's the horse. Oh, you know, and, and people will be rightly outraged by the slaughter. And they yeah. would uh, banish again and send them all to jail. They're on horses from uh, Mary Go Round at this point, by the way. The, yeah, which the children is back. because Mary is so pretty much fucking untouchable in all aspects of life. She competently wins the Kentucky Derby on a fucking Mary Go Round horse, and no one bats an eyelid that that's unusual in this cartoon universe. They're like, that's fine. Here's some flowers. Take your picture for the paper. <laughs> we celebrate her as of this day, like Yeah. Uh, so and cartoon men give her real flowers. That was strange. Yeah. Like where where are the rules there? Do they have to do they have to cross over into our world to get those and bring them back? Go to a real florist. Like yeah, or Hello doggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh hi doggy. Ah hi. Uh-huh. You're my favourite customer. <laughs> now back to the cartoon world where I p- presumably have come from. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happened here, like, you know. Hey, we get that famous word that I forgot, but I obviously knew was in this. Well, what's the word? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Absolutely spot on. Bobby Dazzler, five stars award. Good job. I can't... What's the next line? Even though... Something quite atrocious. Something quite atrocious. Mary Poppins is the best. Mary Poppins is the best. Mary I think at some point in my childhood, I learned supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh, really? And then I learned anti-disestablishmentarianism. Oh, that's a good one. Which that's was good... the actual longest word at some point, I think. Yes, but it'll never come as good as the fake great long word, contrafibularities from Mel Atkinson. <laughs> that is peak word right there, folks. Yeah. I, I you know what that whole song was going on. It was meant to be a distraction because I could not take my eyes off. That boy was fucking tanning those candy apples. He had three. Yeah. He was boom, boom, boom. Oh, <laughs> Have you ever, like, eaten a candy apple? It's not. You can't tan it's them. You horrible. can't eat them quick. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I love a good apple. You know what? I'm, sure. a, I'm a late bloomer to a lot of fruit and veg as an yeah. adult. You know, I was like, yeah, vegetables as a child. And my parents were like, okay, that's normal. So let's not have them. You know? Yeah. But, but apples, I'm a big fan of apples. But why would you coat in an apple with a substance whose sole purpose is to A, make the apple less edible, and B, mm. make the apple seem very sour by comparison? Yeah. It's lose-lose. It, it enhances the flaws mm. what's your favourite apple variety oh a red gala 
Or or a pink lady, but mainly it's because I'm a feminist. I like to support the ladies wherever I can. Oh, I thought you were saying like a fan of Greece, but because um, they're pink ladies, aren't they? They were pink yeah, ladies yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. true. You know, I thought they were the Granny Smiths for a second. I like any kind of green <laughs> apple. I'm not a bad Grass. apple guy. <laughs> I like any a green. green apple. I like yeah. a red. I like a red or a pink. If I eat a green apple, in my mind, it's more sour. Yeah. You know? well, because it's green. Yeah. Well, they are they are the sourer ones, but that's I like them. And you know what? Like as a former, more refreshing. As a former teacher, the the idea yeah. of a, a red apple is associated with that, isn't it? Like uh, you know, yeah. a shiny red apple. Has know? a kid ever given you an apple in your whole teaching career? No, that doesn't, that no. doesn't happen, does it? But one kid once gave me six duck eggs, and it was literally that For free. The, Literally, yeah, they were like my my, my duck is has laid many eggs because yeah. they knew I liked animals and I liked eggs. Yeah, and I had talked to them about their ducks' habitat setup, and I got uh-huh. some eggs. And you know what? Anything could happen in a teaching career from now on. And I consider it to be the greatest career ever because of that moment. Yeah, duck eggs fresh from the arse of the <laughs> duck as well. Like you know, you know, straight out of cloaca. You know, it was, it was good stuff. Really good eggs. So, <laughs> like, if that became a thing that, like, you know, teachers have a nice shined-up egg on their desk <laughs> every time they came in, you know, it could lure me back uh, into the profession, you know? I want, I just want egg now. You want, want egg? Some egg-based stuff. Just a fried egg. Just a fried egg. Favourite way to have an egg? Fried egg. Fried egg. Over dip, easy? Dip some toast in it. Over easy? What does that side? mean? As in, you want it cooked on both sides? Sunny no, side I up. want dippy. You want dippy? We can dip dippy. With, with it over easy. Can you? Know, you? Can. Yeah, you can. You yeah. want a runny yolk though, right? Runny yolk, dip, toast in it. Crispy bottom. Do you want bubbles? Uh, yes, please. Oh, interesting. <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Um, I, I tell you what, I'm easy as to how yeah. I have my egg. Interesting. I just want egg. Just give me that egg. And and if you were to put scrambled eggs, for instance, just a completely mm. random example here now. But if you were to put mint in those, that would be horrible, wouldn't it? Oh, is this one of your top tips? I'm just no, no. I mean, I, I'm not saying that. Like, you know, is it all, nice? but I, I would think it was horrible. Minty I mean, eggs, minty eggs. That that sounds mint horrible. Eggs. Isn't it? I think is that it? would be horrible. Say it's horrible. Oh, this feels like a trick. It's not. It's honestly not. <laughs> it sounds horrible to me. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's good. No, it's good to know because you're like you know you're like a proper lad and you know you know what's right. Like and you know that mint and eggs is just wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Good. I'm really glad I could clear that up. So I'm, I'm engaged in, in many online wars, Sam. Because oh, I'm, I'm an oh, online warrior. I've been, oh, I've been dragged into some kind of You've been drafted. Here. You've been drafted here. Fucking hell. You know? For the greater yeah. good. Sam, the future of the Empire depends, <laughs> depends on, what we, on what we do with, with our eggs. It doesn't you know? sound nice to me, Mint and yeah. Egg. It doesn't, does it? No. We come out of the nice, colourful, supercalifragilistic land here because it's rain. There's rain so that's washed their away the ends. Yeah, it's like once it rains, they're all dead. Back to London. Okay, that's all right. Take this undisclosed medicine. Check the fucking label. Whoa, no. I'm glad there's actual sugary medicine in this. That's quite funny to me, the mm. idea that they do actually have some sugary medicine that makes it easier to go down. What would your medicine taste like? Oh. Oh. Oh, oh! I want be careful a, now. I want a coconut medicine. Oh, you see now. Notice the oh, kids no, are like. Actually, that doesn't sound nice. Because they said lime cordial, very strong. Yeah. Strawberry cordial, and then she went rum punch. All strong drinks because yeah, it wasn't that's nice, strong. but not something that's like oh yum. Because if I if I think of a coconut drink, I want to glug it. Yeah. And you can't glug the medicine. You'll be getting your stomach pumped. No. no? Pineapple. A thick pineapple. 
Pi- like it work. Like a pina colada medicine. I could go with like a Bovril flavored medicine because like I, that's something I love the flavor of. Oh but no, just, savory but just, medicine. Just a spoonful of Bovril. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't be able to glug it. No, I'd have to dab right. it. You know. So Mary Poppins here. Oh, by the way, everyone refers to Mary Poppins as Mary Poppins at all yeah, times. All the time. Never Mary. Never Mrs. Poppins. Mrs. Poppins. Or like Mrs. Poppins. Mary Poppins. Like that. There are people like that in your life who turn up and you just you just refer to them by their full name. It's yeah, weird that's how it true. happens sometimes. Yeah. I can't think of a single fucking example now. But there are like people who you just will by default refer to them as their full name. I think for whatever reason it's like pretty much if I hear that it's like anyone in the village where I grew up because my yeah. dad was a doctor, it'd be like, sure I saw Matty Monaghan the other day <laughs> and it's like okay, everyone is the double name like, you know, there is yeah. no John, there is no Mr. It's just da 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 you full know it's full name like and those are people living in a village. That's why Mary Poppins is like denying that any of this happened. She's denying the experience that the kids had. She's gaslighting them, Sam. She, I, yeah, I was hesitant to say that, but she really is. She's kind she of is. just like, they're grumpy that she won't acknowledge what happened and they're too excited to go to bed. So she kind of sings them to sleep to shut them up. But they're like, I, yeah. why won't you be honest about what happened? And, <laughs> then, and then like, I, I feel really bad for the kids because I'm like, well, did it even happen? Because it's is just that like... not real? I don't know. Did they just have fun imagining? Did they just, is this just them taking the medicine and that was it? Like, you know, Oh, trip? God. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about the medicine part of it. Yeah. So that's to take them out of the, the magical fantasy land. Ah. Tell you, sometimes in, in this day and age, it feels like we're, we're all just taking our medicine, uh, uh, coffee, I don't know, um, <laughs> <laughs> so that we don't have an imagination anymore and we just look at our phones. Sam, you know what? Social media, I think that's like, that's like a drug uh, Kevin, I'm, it's it's kind of becoming anti-social media, to be honest. And Sam, if if social media is a drug, then Snapchat is probably like ecstasy. Yeah. And all the filters are like actual the, filters that you roll a joint with. The different types, which is of a different ecstasy. drug. But you know, I, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't roll a joint with filters. I don't think there's filters involved. It's like drugs. It's like it's drug drug based. It is. I know anti-social media though, yeah, anti-social, anti-social media. So she chats with a dog, and then they go and they visit a man called Uncle Albert, who floats every time he laughs. And it's like Uncle Albert, get a hold of yourself, and then they all float. Yeah, um, this is a, <laughs> this is a I bit. Can't do, I'm dying, Mary. <laughs> this is all a bit Much? Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, isn't it? Oh, it's a fucking scary fizzy lifting drinks. Oh, he's really intense, like. Because the really sad thing is that when he stops laughing, he's like, and now that I'm no not crying. laughing anymore, I'm crying. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, he lives in a hell state between two extremes. He, there's no middle ground for this guy. Oh my God, I want to... I mean, I don't know. I feel like I want to shine a green light on 10 Downing Street or something. I feel like I want to reach out and help this guy. Do something really big, you know? That's... Really really big and thoughtful and hands-on. Like, really addressing the problem properly. You know? That's such a niche reference. Like, within a week, that won't mean anything. But, like, oh, yeah. But for, I mean, oh, but what a week. Actually, at the time, it didn't mean anything. But, oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, Mary Poppins can chat to dogs. We established that. That's... Yeah fine she can do anything yeah the, the floating laughing man the thing about this whole scene and also dick van dyke's action it seems to be getting worse at this point yeah the thing about this scene it's the least funny thing i've ever seen 
And I don't mean that in a bad way in that I didn't enjoy it, but I'm like, the amount of like laughter that is not real laughter. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind off of sh- putting. It's really weird. It's actually quite scary, as you were saying. Like it's a bit harrowing. The amount. It's basically yeah. You're fucking you and your your you and your mates decide you're going to tr- show the one person in your friendship group who's not seen spaced all at once, and you all have the pre laughs and oh. recognition intensity. Ha ha ha! Didn't you like the bit that's coming up? Hang on, hang on. Wait, why didn't you laugh? I looked at you in the eyes. Why didn't you laugh? It's- Do you want me to put on the subtitle track that tells you the references to all the things that it's a reference to? Because I don't think you get it. I don't think you understand what's happening. If you here. if you could record your laugh separately and just drop box them to me that would <laughs> just so i know that you knew that would help you know because it's 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 well-meaning but i think other people's laughter and if there's any hint of it kind of being like kind of a everyone's laughing so you gotta laugh yeah. too i'm mary poppins in the situation like get down stop floating stop laughing you know come have, on have you ever heard about laughter yoga no that's it i think well i don't know if it's like that sorry you see that literally sounds like a plot from a 60s Batman fucking episode, like, <laughs> with my laughter yoga, Batman and Bird Brain will have no choice but to give me Gotham Bank's keys! I think it's literally yoga where everyone, like, laughs. You have to do lots of laughing, because laughing's good for you. See, that's fucking shit, because it's like, oh, yeah, you laugh. Like, no, you, like, get talented comedians who can also instruct me through yoga. You get Lee Should- Mack in there, and then, yeah. I'm, then I'm golden. <laughs> Tell us about what it's like that time you helped someone do something, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Lee Mack's life now it's a succession of him helping people do random things so he has content helpful. for would I like to you he's a nice guy I do genuinely like Lee Mack right I'll tell you what the a little down in the mouth joke did did make me laugh yeah that, that was very yeah. fucking pretty that, no kid watching that is going to be like oh like the type of pillows I've, well, I bought, I've bought a lot of the pillows and the bedware for the house so I would know but for me an adult I was like oh I get it. I like it. I'm on board. Did a little chuckle. I mean, I- I've heard about hypoallergenic, but hypolathogenic. I didn't expect <laughs> it to get here. Like they, they all get home after this kind of mad situation with the laughing man, and George is very grumpy about all of this frivolity, all this mm. supercalifragilistic stuff, all this kind of we've been on. We've been in a magical painting world. We saw a laughing man floating. And, like, why would you want to leave this... When you're living in 1910, the age of men, where the pound is the envy of of the world, Mm. why would you want to leave into a literal fantasy world? Like, literally, standing with your hands (laughs) in your hips in London, just breathing in that thick black air would have been satisfaction enough for any child. Holding onto a single pound coin. Imagine (laughs) how nice that would feel. The weight of it in your hand, like, you know? More um, George Banks things that I like here. The use of the term racehorse. Persons. <laughs> oh, he's very, very good. Not jockeys, racehorse persons. He can't say the, the magic word. He can't say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Because he has not got joy and chaos in his heart. No. Yeah. But Mary Poppins, who nearly gets sacked here, manages to convince George, actually, that to give me another chance, Lord Sugar, to prove myself in the next task, make me the team leader for the next one, and also take your kids to work with you to the bank. Let's go to the bank. (laughs) There's no need to thank me for arranging (laughs) this with your son and daughter down in the finance place where they have the race of currencies flowing (laughs) in and out. (laughs) You know what? Congratulations. I'm. (laughs) 
<laughs> you stuck so with that for longer I, than I, I did. I did. I've, I want to, I've got a song in my heart, Sam. I can't yeah. help it. Um, I, I tell you what, it's a lot of fun in this little song that Mary Poppins is singing. There's something about feeding the birds and a tuppence a time. Yeah, oh, this is such a great song. It's right great to hear tuppence so much. Oh, a tuppence. That's two yeah. pence, I'm assuming, right? I, I, yeah. But it's also a rude, rude word at the same time. Feed the birds a tuppence a bag. Move it, you drunk, or I'll blast your rear end. I found tuppence, then come in, my friends. So they go to the bank. Yeah. That's a great shit skill trip, isn't it? That's like when I went to the carpet factory in Nav and fucking bank. (laughs) Is this where you make the carpet? No, this is just where we assemble the threads. The actual carpet (laughs) is made in Roscommon. Oh, okay. More George Banks stuff. Waste your money on a lot of ragamuffin birds. I mean, he's got a point, like... Lots of tuppence chat here, which I I do find funny. Is that immature of me? Yes. Um, but all this kind of, but it's my tuppence, and that I will show you what what may be done with your tuppence. I think you'll find it extremely interesting. How many tuppence are in a guinea? <sighs> Loads. How many crowns in a half farthing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if these ones are How real. How many pennies in a penny farthing? <laughs> How many florins are to the dollar? Yeah. How many kilometers in a mile? Where no, an inch is a mile. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot of it's a lot of money talk here, you know. And yeah, they yeah. sing a great song about the sense of satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> fucking going to like I love now, right? Then nineteen ten, yeah. even the like where he's like, look, if you put money in the bank, little boy, we're gonna invest it. Railroads in Africa, fucking tea plantations, trade routes, fleets of ships, like active fucking engagement with international Mm. commerce. And now it's like, once every 12-ish months, you will get to pee. (laughs) You get a tuppence. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking shit. And then you'll get a certificate of taxes that (laughs) you've made against that interests old bank man is very clearly dick van dyke in old man makeup right oh oh yeah that is and apparently dvd was adamant that he played this role he wanted it he wanted it so so much he was absolutely and he apparently so much so that he made like a big donation to some charity to like just be like look just give me the role i'll I'll give money to a good cause and they gave it to him and i love it i think he's much more convincing as an old man that he is as a cockney man although watching this on the blu-ray I mean, the old man makeup in the 60s is not, ain't what it is now. No. But it's I fine. Mean, oh, all right. I mean, part of me doesn't want to tell you, but part of me thinks you could probably figure it out. But I, mm. the new Mary Poppins. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke reprises the role. Oh, because he's old now. Because he's actually old. Oh, that's and great. Sam, it that's is absolutely great. magical because he even does a few steps and he's like 97. It's fucking amazing. Uh, I thought he was dead. I, well, you were wrong, Sam. Yeah. You know, dead wrong. Like the many murderers in diagnosis murder mm. were wrong, dead wrong. When they misunderestimated that their doctor generate. would figure it out. I thought like the song now, as you said, would either be about how you get no return on your investment at all, you get nothing, or it would be about <laughs> cryptocurrency and how volatile it is. <laughs> and you'll achieve a sense 
of daring by investing in Shaq's coins. <laughs> and if you refer a friend in 30 days, you'll get Amazon vouchers. <laughs> Old Man Dick Van Dyke, Old Man DVD, he snatches the tuppence. <laughs> He just loves. He just wants people to invest money. Well, he he feels that he's been given an instruction as a financial officer to take a certain course of action. Yeah, and now they're reneging on it, you know. And in fairness, the boy is a minor. I didn't want to give up my one pound a week to the credit union. I didn't no. want to do that at all. But my parents made me do it to teach and me look responsibility. At you now. And I spent that money to literally take us, my share of us going to Edinburgh for a stand-up special. Uh. And I achieved a sense <laughs> of comedy satisfaction uh. and didn't do stand-up that much afterwards. <laughs> because I invested prudently a pound yeah. a week and that that helps you know no. i think that the boy should have learned that money we got in the bucket at the end of every performance was sh- i didn't do the the figures but surely that was a return on investment <laughs> i remember i remember because we gathered it all up at uh, the end and we put it yeah. into a big pile on the table i remember me you and dan and joe who did it with us yeah. and they were fa- fabulous they were and we all stood with our hands on the hips with a sense of satisfaction, we said, we all reckoned by having a look at it. And we bought one packet of crisps. <laughs> yeah, and we, we, looked, no, we looked at it, <laughs> we share. thought, that probably more or less covers our costs for our train travel. <laughs> and we all were like, you know what, yeah, you're right. And I think counting it would actually just be like a waste of time, you know? Yeah. I can't Although even we, remember what happened to that money. We, we, you, you counted it up and then you okay. PayPal'd it over. Okay. Uh, it was good. And if you went to the bank with that and then you pulled it away, you would have had Dick Van Dyke there going, no, 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 you can get yeah. the fucking coin here now. Well, like. Yeah, Michael what, grabs the tuppence back, runs away, accidentally causes a bank run. Oh! What a calamity. What I a know. calamitous situation. And that's how the 2008 crash started as <laughs> well. Like, exact same way. Give me my money back. I want to buy an Xbox 360. I want to play the the lauded Bioshock. Because <laughs> it, it's this 2008. It's is subprime. I don't, I don't want it. I can't pay it. Have a, have a tup- I, I watched The Big Short once. I, I didn't follow it. It was about hedge fund managers, was it? Yeah. Oh, jeez, they're, they're the worst. Yeah, I'm not yeah. into topiary. What's wrong with what's wrong with regular funds? Yeah, just a fund manager. Some gardeners might have anything to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> don't leave them out of it. Yeah, and the maze keepers, of which there are many. Hey, everything's coming full circle because I tell you who's a chimney sweep now, Chim Chim Cheru. Yeah, only bloody Bert. I love being a chimney sweep. I do. I do. I love being a chimney sweep and inhaling all the carcinogenic fumes. I do. <laughs> Sorry, I did a way better job than he did there. Sorry, no. that, that is not representative of Mr. Van Dyke's performance. No. Like, I love being a chimney sweep. Children, it is really nice. I like it. That's my Cockney accent. Uh, he's doing a whole, like, your dad's a really nice lad. He's working hard. He's just stressed. He, just, he needs to spend more time in the house, but he, he's busy. And because he's trying to hint at the problems not with the kids, the problems with the dad. Yeah. And you got to help old man dad loosen up a little bit. You know, that it's kind of a give and take. And I, I like that because I'm all for putting the responsibility on children to fix the problems <laughs> in a fucking relationship and a marriage. Like, all right, now, 
He's he's a gigger this side. He's a gig economy activist here. Sure, is, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's why while on the job where he's working on Craigslist as an independent chimney sweep, he also takes on a little bit of babysitting at the same time. Yeah. What follows after he is convinced to look after these children mm. is 14 minutes of <laughs> fucking nightmare. It felt like it. It felt like a long sequence, this, didn't it? Step into the rhythm, step into the rhyme, this is the water, this is the well. These fucking woodsmen, these terrifying guys dancing around. Got a light, got a light. Oh, they're so fucking scary. 14 minutes. Oh, see, it starts off with a nice thing where they're marching along the rooftops of London. That's scary. Get down from there. If I saw that, I'd be very, very perturbed. Oh, they all get, they get sucked up the chimney. Ah! Uh, That's scary. I didn't like that. Because it didn't have the the nice sound effect of bling, bling, bling. If you heard that. You would yeah, have felt, oh, that'd that's, be a, fine. You know, that's a safe um, passage there. And there's one bit where Mary Poppins gets her makeup thing out of her bag just to make herself look a bit more sootier. I thought that was very funny. It just dabs on more soot. I thought that was a good, Classic. good like a goof. Pre- pretending to be at the coalface with the rest of them. Fun. Like, I'm a worker too. You're like, yeah, Fun stuff. yeah, yeah. Come on now. They have a look around London. There's no gherkin. There's no London eye. I don't think they've really paid attention to this painting. Probably did it from memory. A bit shit. Not not their best work. Yeah, and then this long, I'm going to say it, indulgent sequence with the chimney sweep dancing. It looks right. great. Oh, I fucking hate it. It goes on and on, and it's so it aggressive. Does. It's literally like a fucking jackhammer in the side of your yeah. head. And here's the thing about it. This sequence was once nine minutes in length, right? Right. Which, for this sequence of lots of men tap dancing, on, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop, no, really, stop, no, really, stop, please stop, it's like auctioneers. They churn up everything that's said, and it's just like, Spray it out yeah. this horrible shotgun blast of noise and soot. And I'll tell you what, as someone who's dealt with soot in the past, it's horrible stuff, yeah? yeah. Horrible stains, towels. It's just good, clean soot, mate. Dreadful stuff. But it was nine minutes in length. The director apparently tried to cut it down a little bit because mm. he thought it was too long. And when he heard about it, Walt Disney, who loved this sequence, insisted that he instead extend it to 14 minutes. <laughs> Fucking Vince McMahon figure, Walt know, Disney. Right, man. <laughs> Like, he was one step away from making this uh, the whole movie. Like Mary Poppins <laughs> is a two-hour, 20-minute movie about dancing, chimney scary on chimney the sweeps on the roof. Yeah. Home invasion every time. Home invasion every time. Come into your house and mess your Ryan. Home invasion every time. Lock the doors every time. Lock the windows every time. Ah. Uh, um, they, no business going down those chimneys. You know how I was talking about getting bored by dancing? That happened here. Uh, that fucking happened here. And then t- <laughs> what interrupted it was some fireworks, actually. Another one of my favourites, but that was actually quite nice. Fired out of the cannon by the ship man. So, um, if there was dancing going on with fireworks behind us, would that hold you for a tight five? I think so. Yeah. Or maybe it would, like, concentrate the boredom and I'd get bored even quicker. So, it leaves me five or one minutes. Yeah. What are the other <laughs> But I like Bert hitting a firework like he's hitting it with a cricket bat. Uh, you know, that's quite fun. I'll tell you what now. How's that? I felt Cricket. Mr. Banks yes, sure. was well within his rights here to be pissed off. He was miffed. He was visibly rattled. He just seemed to yeah, get rattled and upset. He's like, what, what What? on earth is going on? Well, he was so upset he used the word niche instead of niche. Ooh. Oh, I don't oh, want to spark any controversy here. You but... will get absolute controversy, like. Yeah. You know, with it. the people who like to point out how you should pronounce things who are 
always good for a great natter like you know i <laughs> I, I, I seek them out um you know engage, uh, engage in discourse it's fine say whichever one you want yeah yeah but it's, it's it doesn't matter but yeah he's he's miffed he's upset all this nonsense is spilt out into his house and he puts he puts it on poppins doesn't he he's like this is you know well, they're in your care i mean one thing led to another and the thing that started it all was mary poppins so i don't, I don't, I don't. did you catch her explanation what was her explanation i never explain anything she's like the queen she's fucking she's fierce this one yeah. oh Good lord, she doesn't suffer fools gladly, does Mary Poppins. No. I never explain anything. You're in charge of her children. Like, if something happens to them, you, you're literally duty-bound. I, I point blank refuse to explain what happens to your kids. I mean, we went through the dirty bastards <laughs> George gets fired over the phone, I think. Yep. He's like, basically, he calls her on the bank. You have to come up for, you know, we're not gonna, we're not happy to do this. Dick Van Dyke's having plain biscuits and milk. Great snack. Great mm. snack indeed. Not bad of that. There with a boiled egg and a cup of black coffee as a great snack. A little DVD. <laughs> DVD extra from uh, Dick Van Dyke here. It's just the, just the term, like, childhood slips. Like sand through a sieve. Oh. So, oh, that is nice, that. And it's, uh, like, melancholy and a bit nostalgic and sad but it's it's a nice phrase hot take right about this movie yeah is that it's pitched as a kids movie and kids watch it for, for all, of the, 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 all the kind of you know the the, the wackiness and the zaniness and the, yeah. the fun music and all that but in actuality i think it's the reason it's probably such a successful movie is that it speaks so much to families as a whole and also parents particularly like mm. you you as a parent if you were if you're a parent watching this Mr. Banks is a very empathetic character for for you, you yeah. know. Uh, whereas if you're as a kid, it's like, oh, it's just old dad, and you kind of a, a movie that say like, hey, kids, maybe consider your parents' feelings. It's mm. not really like what we would have been given. It's like, hey, kids, get your parents to get the new fucking street sharks or throw them in the <laughs> bin. Hit them with some of the karate moves you learned on fucking Power Rangers Turbo. Yeah, the, but the prevailing message coming from DVD here is spend more time with your kids, mate. Yeah, just hang out with them, have a nice time. Life's too short. The phrase, before the mortar of his zeal can congeal. <sighs> Good turns of phrase in some of these lyrics. Because if you watch this movie and you think about it being your dad, and yeah. it's another type of movie then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh. I, I love you, Dad. If, if you're listening, Dad, I love you. Oh, that's nice. I love my dad too. See, this is this is the thing, right? It's not a competition. Oh, this is it. Automatically, like any sort of a gesture, I can't just say that and then you not be like, "Oh, well, of course, as well." <laughs> I also love my dad. Like you can't just leave that hanging, I, like you no. know. Uh, like if I had a lead it. in there, I could have really hurt you. You hurt your credibility with your dad yeah. there. Like I love you, dad. Anyway, Mary Poppins. <laughs> I'd have to do some some real good editing there to get my yeah. bit back into it. That's right, Kevin. As I also love my <laughs> father. <laughs> but you know, when we're all sad, there's a nice little funny tuppence bit. The kids come in and they're like. We didn't know the tuppence would cause you so much trouble. Story of my life, am I right, lads? Hey! Hey? Hey? Oh, wait, now you've been using this that as a rude thing, thing now, haven't you? Yeah, the whole time. Oh, yeah. no. Don't take any of my oohs and ahs of encouragement as, as, as encouraging this fucking smushiness. Okay. We were so talking about Edinburgh and you've brought us right down to Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> That's too far. You know, I, 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 I have to reel myself in there. I went there for a day out. 
immaculate time. Ten out of ten. Was great. I, Pleasure I like Beach, Blackpool. fish and chips. I yeah. even got a mushy pea, and I had a great grand time. And I'm not just saying I had a grand day out because I went on the walls and grammar train. Because hey. uh, I, I, I did, and I did. <laughs> yeah. No, Blackpool's great. Which brings us to our sponsor for today's episode. Blackpool. Blackpool. The yeah. city of Blackpool. <laughs> just try it. Just have a go. You know. I know I know what you've heard, but go, just still go for you, see for yourself. It is. It's all great. Right? It is. It's genuinely fun. Not a hint of irony there at all. It is genuinely a grand day out. Go to it. Go Blackpool. Mr. Banks goes on a very long, solemn spirit quest. Mm. to be fired the long walk long walk to the uh, yeah going knowing that you're to be fired is pretty bleak isn't it this is like the exact type of situation skype has sought to eliminate with its technology <laughs> <laughs> instead of that long walk you just get boo 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 i can't wait really boo you're fired thank you very much so sugar would appreciate process Little comment, like, you know. I like when they don't say thank you for the opportunity. They, they nod, like, okay, okay. <laughs> Remember that guy on Bake Off the other year who's like, what? No! <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a proper creep. It was great. <laughs> so um, he is summoned to the High Council of Bank. Mm. I mean, like, they brought, he's brought the pound into disrepute here. This is fucking big shit, like, but you know? It used to be admired the world over, and now it's a laughingstock because of the actions of Mr. Banks here. Yeah, he's basically saying what he's His done here. His name is Mr. Banks, and he works at the he's bank. He works in a bank. Mr. Banks, son of Banks, I works in a bank. never even... didn't didn't occur to me. I know, second. right? It's ridiculous. Fucking hell. Because Philip Banks didn't work yeah. in a bank. He was a judge. And they opted not to uh, go with that one, you know? He could have been a very successful bank manager, I'm sure. Yeah. Wasn't for those nasty turtles. Mr. Banks. Great name. So, the High Council of Bank put yeah. him through the ceremonial deflowering, the ceremonial de-umbrellification, and they, the they ceremonial... They through the ringer is what they put they him They do. The ceremonial yeah. hat punch. That fucking bloodline, that technique right there. Oh, my mm. God. Just... Yeah pinpointed him right in the heart right there horrible but tell you what in times of trouble when i find myself in times of trouble comes to me speaking words of wisdom super califragilisticexpialidocious and he remembers the big word he says it he has a lovely laugh very nice laugh he runs out singing the spoonful of sugar song and old man bank Old Bankman as a laugh and a joke and floats away from laughing. Now, in the world of Mary Poppins, in this universe, mm-hmm. in the Mary Poppins cinematic universe, in the extended Popperverse, does laughing make you float always? I think it's the type of uncontrollable laughter, the uncontrollable yeah. laughter. Which, in fairness, I've noticed this in recent years. Sure. And it's happened on this. It, this is why I love doing this podcast with you. It happens very often on this podcast, mm. where I do lose complete control of, yeah. of of laughter, and it's happened a lot. And it has made editing this podcast very difficult. It's happened on both ends, where there's just like no. 
tears, and you're just, you can't help it, like, you know? And I think it's meant to symbolise that level of laughter. Okay. The, the, the level of laughter which literally does the body good. Like, you ever have a big, proper laugh like that? Uninhibited, just massive laughs. Yeah, your face is hot and wet from the tears of mm. pure adulation and joy. That's the type of laugh here. Which right. I think they seem to imply is either, one, if you're, sub, if you're a giddy person anyway, like Uncle Albert. Sure. Or two, if you're like old man Banky, you haven't had a proper big knees up in a long time. Yeah. We'd like to find out he laughed so hard he died. (laughs) Oh, let's go fly a kite, even though he died tonight. (laughs) And they go and fly a kite, and it's fucking great. And they're like, oh, by the way, Banks, my dad's dead and you're hired again. Good job. Yay! Everything's gonna be okay! Everything's gonna be okay! Sam? Yeah. Mary Poppins packing away, flies away. Goodbye, Mary. Goodbye, Mary Poppins. Don't stay away for too long. Uh, This is the end of the movie. Bye, Mary. 50 years? Oh, frosting around with my. Well, uh, you know what? At least he he outlived that pesky old PJ O'Malley. He outlived him. I think I just gave him a completely wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> he outlived him, though, did he? He had the last laugh, did, did old Dick, like, you yeah. know. So, Mary flies away, credits roll, beautiful music takes us out. She chats to her umbrella. Voiced by Mr. Banks as well. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. Very uh. good. And uh, there we go. Okay. Movie over. Sam, mm-hmm. did you have a supercalifragilisticexpialidocious experiocious? I cinema swirl. Califragilistic Expialid did. Well, I'll be. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun, wasn't it? I mean, what level of merriment are you at? Are you off to fly a kite? Are you floating up on the ceiling? Are you pulling up your trousers to look like a penguin? You know. I'm having my experiences denied by my nanny and I'm being sung to sleep. Okay. No, I, I'm very. <laughs> I was hoping for more of a happiness factor than that. <laughs> I'm very happy. You know, to be honest, after watching the film, I felt a little bit fatigued because it's, it is it's, it is exhausting. It's longer than you would expect, and that chimney sweep sequence on and on was particularly on and on long. And on, and on. I'm not gonna lie, I, I I watched this normal speed, but when it came to that, I went right onto the fast speed, which uh, yeah. you know, I was no way I was a sin through fourteen Even minutes then, again. Long, I yeah. imagine, still. Was it your man who keeps doing all like the trimmed down edits of all the really long movies, like The Hobbit and stuff like that? He was fucking Venom in Spider-Man 3, Topher Grace. Could he do a version of Mary Poppins where he cut out the fucking chimney sweep dance and then he got a nice two-hour lean family moving? Perhaps. Perhaps. That might be useful. But having had a chat about it with you and remembered some of the fun of the japes and the songs... I feel very happy. I feel very good. I enjoyed this film. The accent wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't irritating. <laughs> it was nice. What was your favourite song? Oh. 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 I, I, I like Let's Go Fly a Kite, but I think that might be recency bias, because it was the last one I heard. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, they saved the best for last, though. That's what I argue, you know? The Feed the Birds one was not my favourite. Mm. I don't know, just Spoonful of Sugar, like, crops up so much that yeah. you can't help but have that in your head. I mean, are you, are you do you usually whistle or hum to yourself? I do, well, will this be going into the to, to the playlist of whistles? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, jim, jim. I think I don't know if there were more bangers than there were in Greece, but mm. I thought lyrically this was pretty impressive. 
as well. Not just in terms of tunes. Yeah. But sick rhymes, you know? Yes. Step in the rhythm, step with a rhyme, dibbly dib every time. (laughs) Dibbly dib. Yeah. This is some proper, proper hardcore lines being thrown out here onto the track. (laughs) Hot lines, baby. I mean, I I only think the thing about the movie that seems to work against it is that it's very much like, we were talking earlier about like stuff that could work as a series or whatever, but this Mm. is literally a series of fortunate events. It's like four happy things that happen that are mostly unrelated and the Mm. actual whole like, here's the plot of the movie and what's going to happen. That's all the last like 20 minutes of it with the bank and all that jazz. Yeah. But I'm fine with that. It's just, it's nice. This ju- I tell you what, this just felt nice, didn't it? Absolutely. If it was the 60s and I went out to the cinema to watch this, this would feel like a proper hoot and a fucking holler. Have a great time. I've watched it now in 2019 on Blu-ray and it was still great. <laughs> it was still <laughs> There's not many things on that whole, like, and it sounds like, oh, it's great now because looking back on it, X, Y, and Z. It's just like, no, now it is just... It yeah. is now positive for the reasons it was then. Because it looks great, it sounds great, it's fun. You can fall asleep at any mm. point in this movie and wake up and be like, all right, and you'll be grand. Yeah. Nothing will actually catch you off guard. Just prepare yourself. Mary Poppins is not as nice a person as you might have thought from this. Because this, people make out that Mary Poppins is just like kind of like, yay, Mary Poppins, she's going to come and save everything. She's fucking, fucking hardcore, Mary. Yeah, yeah. You know. She's never quite as like sweet as you imagine. No. Like if Mary Poppins came to your house, it wouldn't be like, oh boy. You'd be like, oh, fuck, shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Better All right. Tidy yeah, up. Yeah. Gotta tidy up now. Gotta take yeah. my medicine. <laughs> the the sequence, the animated sequence when they jump into the painting, that's phenomenal. Mm. It still looks great now. Very impressive. It's just, it's. I just feel happy inside. Would you, as a matter of interest, because like me, a recent watcher of this one, yeah. Given there was generally quite positive critical reception about it. I know, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Mark Commode said that it moved him to tears. Right. But Mary Poppins Returns. Would Wasn't you? Wasn't that bad. <laughs> Would you give it a go? Would you be interested? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. We have to uh, feed back on a special report at the start of an episode, how you get on. Yeah. Yeah? I would like to watch that. I just, yeah, I enjoyed the characters, I enjoyed the music. Oh, the the kind of contrast between when the music starts and when the talking starts. We, we had a bit of an issue with, with that with Greece. Yeah. There was very clear demarcation between, like, talking and singing, whereas this felt a lot more natural. And yeah, they so weave it nicely. It just like, it works perfectly. Why don't all musicals follow that way? I much prefer that, like, yeah, because you know? you're moving forward, but you're still getting your funky beats. You never get that feeling with this film that it's like, oh, we're going into a song now. It just, no, yeah, it just kind happens. of naturally happens. And, and they reuse. Right. There's only like maybe five or six songs in the whole movie, but they reuse yeah, motifs of, and bits yeah. over and over, like you know. Oh, it was it was a lot of fun. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah. And tell you what, though, tea and cakes in that movie, am I right? I had pasta, but if I, yeah, in the future, and I watched it, I had to have my tea, mate. I had to have your tea. Not, like, not actual tea. Not actual tea. My tea. My tea. Yeah. <laughs> well, from my tea to my star rating, Sam, <laughs> how many star wipes does this get from you? It was good. Some some of the numbers were a bit long, a bit indulgent. Sam, you say that three times, a whole load of chimney sweeps going to start dancing in your bedroom, so be careful. <laughs> uh, also, for a film this old, I don't think there was anything that seemed like 
problematic. I know, right? It almost, I was, it's very strange, given that again, Walt Disney had a lot of hate in his heart. It, yeah, seemed I mean, all right. It, it seemed is pretty... a blindingly white movie, but that's to be expected, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I guess. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's that, obviously. But yeah, I, I had a blast. I'm going to give this four star wipes. Hey, you heard it here first. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, it was edited by me, Sam, and the music was also by me. If you'd like to support the show directly, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash cinemaswirl. Episode votes are on Facebook over at facebook.com forward slash cinemaswirl. We're on Twitter, that's at cinemaswirl. And if you have something for the mailbag, send it on over to cinemaswirl at gmail.com, that's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, please do recommend it to anyone else you think will enjoy it too. And we'll see you next time on Cinema Swell. Bye. Bye. <laughs>